The next stop on our summer road trip is the small fishing town of Noyo, where they have a big problem with men in rubber fish suits running amok and raping their women. We watched Humanoids from the Deep. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. Welcome back, Moon Goons. We are back from our, we had to go one week hiatus due to uh, some unforeseen circumstances, but we are back. Our road trip is in full force. This week we are stopping at the little town of Noyo. And I should no, introduce yo. the show first. Uh, this is Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me as always, my co-host, my good bed, my drinking buddy, my brother from another mother, Mr. Aaron Southworth. See what happens when we take a week off. We yeah. get a little off, a little sloppy, a little off our game. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I've been house shopping with my wife, uh, so I really couldn't get tear away. But we put an offer in. We got a house. It's been accepted. Woohoo! And there's some other stuff going on, too, but uh, that, that's... Uh, it's family, personal stuff. So anyway, uh, yeah, we that's, watched that's his stuff, not mine. <laughs> we watched Humanoids from the Deep, uh, uh, aka Monster. Monster. Yeah, which is where like the 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 DV, the Blu-ray box, everything else is Humanoids from the Deep, Humanoids from the Deep everywhere. But then when you put it in and it you play it, it's the title. It's called itself Monster, Monster. in tiny little parentheses that you can barely read. Teeny tiny. I mean, you take a like a, a microscope or magnifying, a magnifying glass. glass you need one. some of that Sherlock Holmes shit. Yeah, to, to <laughs> it see says that Humanoids from the Deep. Yeah, <laughs> it's like super fine print or like some kind of legal contract. It's ridiculously <laughs> small, like retardedly small. <laughs> uh, it was released in May of 1980. Uh, it's an 80-minute movie. It was written by Frank Arnold and Martin B. Cohan, uh, directed by Barbara Peters and Jimmy T. Uh, Jimmy, Murakami, T. G- Jimmy T. Murakami. And you can find it only on disc right now. It is not streaming anywhere. I I actually had to go buy a physical copy of this off of Amazon uh, so we could w- do this movie. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, it is on YouTube. It... Son of a, is it on YouTube? It is on YouTube. Now, it's one of those uh, broken up videos. So they show the they, – it's like eight videos on, in ten-minute clips. Oh. But it is out of order. It's out of order, yeah, of course. It's, it's, well, all right. I guess it's there. I didn't even know that. But uh, so, anyway. so there you go, guys. If you really, if you really want to try and fucking put it together, <laughs> you can do it for free. <laughs> uh, uh, the cast is really nobody I've ever really heard of at the time because, I mean, this, they were all like 60s, 70s TV and movie mm-hmm. character yeah. actors. Yeah. I'm sure some people have heard of them or, you know, some diehards. Um, let's see. Hank Slattery's played by Vic uh, Morrow, who only know it for him is, I mean, he had a lot of credits, but he died like two years after making this movie. And he's not that old in this movie. So something, I don't know what it was, but it's untimely. Mm. Um, then Johnny Eagle, Mr. Johnny Eagle. Is, Johnny Eagle. He's played by Anthony Pena. Uh, he's got 26 credits. He did, uh, 164 episodes of the young and the restless in like the seventies, eighties. So, uh, He's also in Porky's 2. Sweet. 
And one of my favorite 80s movies of all time, uh, The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Fucking love the, Running that Man. That movie is amazing. Oh, my God. That is, that's, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's one of, uh, yeah. So he was in that, apparently. And then the only other person I'm going to mention is an actor named Mike Michaels, who in, you don't even see him in this movie. He's credited as the radio announcer. <laughs> Uh, or, I'm sorry, Greg Travis plays Mike Michaels, the radio announcer. Mike Michaels. And he's got probably the best resume of everybody here, but you never see the guy. He's got 79 credits, including Starship Troopers, Showgirls, Watchmen, where he played nice. he played Andy Warhol in the Watchmen movie. Okay. Uh, Halloween 2, the remake, uh, Mother's Day Massacre, and Night of the Living Dead 3D. So wait a minute. So this is not the same guy who was the radio DJ for K Fish. No, it's not the DJ. Guy. It's like the, somebody who's just talk, like some a radio announcer you hear huh. like, in the background somewhere. Who's, That's yeah, weird. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's the it's DJ um, or disc jockey. Disc jockey. Yeah, DJ. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so so let's uh, before we actually start with the movie proper, I do want to just throw this out there that this movie needs to be acknowledged for its constant and comically bad continuity errors that are just plague this movie from from start to finish. Yeah, it's like nonstop. It's kinda. hard to kind of keep up with because yeah, it's I mean like... some I'll touch on here and there, but I mean just keep in mind it's almost every scene or every few scenes there is a major continuity error in this movie somehow, some way. Yeah. So with that. The movie, we open on the small, peaceful coastal town with a montage of, like, dock workers and fishermen and ship welders just going about their everyday Scurvy business. sea dogs yeah. collecting crab shells. Exactly. Arr, and drinking the- Budweiser's <laughs> and smoking corn cob pipes. And I don't know why they're pirates. Arr. I don't know that either. Yeah, uh, I don't uh, know. <laughs> coastal, coastal town. Coastal. Um, and we were also found, like, in between shots of the montage, we get this shot of, like, this brown Jeep driving through town. We're following this Jeep until it pulls up. At the Noyo General Store, and Noyo is the name of the town, which it's just a weird name of the town. I don't know exactly where it's supposed to be if it's in like, if it's somewhere in like uh, Massachusetts or the Pacific Northwest, or like yeah, or... Along, along like Washington, Oregon, or yeah. like Georgia. We have no idea where this is. Except but... I love Noyo. I just want to say things like Noyo Place. Yeah, Noyo. <laughs> Noyo <laughs> Place, motherfucker. Sounds so gal. It's like something that should be in the Urban Dictionary or something. Noyo, like Noyo, or like Yolo or something. Um, so the Jeep pulls up and they get his father and his adult son get out and head to the docks. Um, now I'm going to clarify this because, like I said, I always watch, take my notes as I'm watching the movie, and it wasn't until like near the end of the fucking movie that I realized, okay, this is not this guy's adult son; it's his brother, right? Which is way threw me for a loop. I was dude, like, what? <laughs> halfway watching, dude, that guy, the, the brother, looks a lot like Mark Hamill, too. He kind of does. He looks a, like, like a young, like, Star I kind of had to go, wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Is that fucking Luke Skywalker <laughs> in this little film? What is going, no? Okay. Woo! I had to look on the box. I was, like, that concerned. Uh, so, yeah, I, guess, I blew my mind that just, they're actually supposed to be brothers. But, uh, anyway, they're shooting a breeze with some other townsfolk and dock workers. And the uh, Jim is the main character. Jim's the the as I call it, the father, and Tommy is his brother, who I thought was son. <laughs> his brother. Hmm. Um, and uh, and j- for Jim, who is supposed to make this the main character, he I don't know how to describe this guy. He is so I don't know how to describe how he looks. Like he's got it's just a weird 
He's older. He's, 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 he's like in his late 40s, 40s early 50s. Yeah. He looks like a, like he's been a shit kicker for a while, but he's he's kind of that He's definitely stoic, a blue-collar yeah. fisherman boat guy, but, I mean, he, I don't know. If you watch, yeah, It's hard to describe. When you see this guy in the movie, he's just like, what? Like, that's the, your hero. Like, that's the hero? It's, like, totally not what you would expect. He's to be. a little Eagle Scout-ish, you know. Uh, and we also meet Hank and Johnny. Johnny Eagle. Ca-ca! <laughs> no, he's got here. <laughs> I can't even do a I bird do noise. Right. Well, I wish I had a sound button. I am a human, so I can't do um, that. Who are also <laughs> fishermen. Um, and we know right away that there's some tension between Hank and Johnny Eagle over like fishing methods and their belief or siding with this new corporation that's coming in to and build Hank, a factory. Hank is Vic Morrow. He's, yeah, uh, that's Hank yeah. Morrow. And, and, and Hank's all for it. And uh, Johnny Eagle, who is like... Is an Indian, Native American. Is he's like all oh, like no, 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 must, must preserve land, must do proper way. Yeah, lucky he doesn't talk like that. No, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, and I'm being really racist right there. Um, but he wants to stick to the traditional ways yeah, of fishing. Which yeah, he's all about yeah. Mother Nature and and that fucking so, hippie. You know, all the boats head out <laughs> for the morning to start doing their fishing runs, and um, one of the boats thinks that they like the one that Hanks are they, they think they've made like the super catch. Like we have caught. The big payday. And we see underwater that it's not a fish that they've caught, but some large unknown creature. All we see is like this green webbed hand. Right. right. So, um, and so they start wrenching up the net, the, the nets on the ship, but it runs out of gas for some stupid reason. Like, what? Like, horrible well, timing. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, here we go. Oh, I think that's what you would gas. check, like your, your pre launch check, like your pre flight right, check right. Or pre, when you launch your boat. Okay, do we have gas? Check. Do we right, have... Right, right. Is everything working? Check. Are we ready to go, yeah. boys? Um, and then, of course, the ship's engine also seems to run out of oil at the same time. <laughs> so they run out of gas and oil. On this. And the captain is like... There's a lot of fuckery going about Yeah, here. and the captain is like just throwing a fit over everything not working. As he should. And meanwhile, the creature in the neck continues to struggle to get free, and this causes the pulleys on the mast to begin to like bending and creaking and they're uh, and cracking and the captain yells out to his son which is working on this boat for some re- ridiculous reason who's like maybe 12 i don't know eh. to stop uh filling up the wrench with gas and come give them a hand with the nets so of course the boy drops the gas can which lands upside down spilling gas all over the boat Derp. and all over the deck and after some more struggle with the net the masts and ropes break the son is tossed into the water, and he's pulled under before the captain or father can pull him out. We just see blood just fill the water. So this kid's dead. Like, this, which I'm like, oh. And this movie starts off fucking. We start with a child murder. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, all right, I'm on board. I'm, I'm on board. Marshall does not like kids, by the way. Uh, it, I just, I, 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 normally I will respect any movie that has the balls to be a little more realistic. Because in, in all these horror movies, kids would die. Like. Zombie apocalypse is never one mm-hmm. show. Like, let's be honest, kids would be gone, and so this the first kill in this movie is a kid getting. My thought you'd use him as bait. You'd be like, okay, <laughs> you're useless. Yeah. You can't pull your weight. Get out of here. I don't have to be faster than the zombie. I just have to be faster, <laughs> faster than, than this the... kid. Through I threw down on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh. So the blood fills the water, and then just from out for no real reason whatsoever. The boat just fucking explodes. Ba-boosh. I mean, you don't see like a spark ignite the gas. You don't see it. It just explodes, and it's a huge 
massive explosion. Yeah, well, we'll talk about the explosions later, because Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, this thing would be something like you would see from, like, space. It's almost like, mean, it's huge. <laughs> uh, we fade to black. That's how the movie starts. That's, yeah, that's the opening of the movie. <laughs> Child murder and boat explosions. explosions. <laughs> so, they didn't uh, do it from, like, different angles. It's like, badoosh, badoosh, Yeah, it did, like, three or four, like, angles in succession. Uh, so after we, we fade back in, we're taken to Jim's house. Where Jim's talking to the sheriff about the explosion, and the dog runs out. You see, like, his dog run out. It's like, you don't think it matters, but fucking whatever. Um, so we start following the dog now as it sniffs around the outside of the house, and it leads off into the wood. The dog's a bad spot, dog. Yeah. Like, it's like it, not paying attention to where it's going or sticking around its master. Uh so, the, yeah, the dog spots something, and it starts barking and growling at it. We don't really see. And we see a very quick shot of this large creature. The dog attacks, but it's just killed by this monster immediately. It's just So, dog's dead. The next morning, Jim's wife calls Jim out outside to have a look around her because she's like, hey, we can't find a dog. Let's go look for him together. So, yeah, eventually, they find the, a gooey substance covering their trash cans. And this looks like... I don't know, it's just like kind of water, like melted like Vaseline or petroleum jelly or something yeah, like that. Yeah, on, on kind of, seaweed. Yeah. yeah it, it's with, just, with, like mixed with seaweed. Like it looks like a great ma- like facial mask or something. Or you go to a nice spa and get this seaweed jelly wrap. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. You into this, Marshall? I'm so into this. Okay. It's like, oh. uh So the gooey shit trail uh, basically <laughs> leads them to, you know, down to the beach. Yeah, they, they, they follow it. Anyway, Jim, hey, but it cuts Jim to, uh, can whistle like a motherfucker. Yeah, he, he is a Man, hell of a whistler. He's a, I can't, I can't I do can't it, but whistle. I'm really impressed. He doesn't even put his fingers in his mouth or anything. He just does these incredibly high-pitched whistles. Kudos, Jim. <laughs> Kudos, Kudos to your whistling ability. Uh, we'll find out later in the movie. I will get to it, but apparently Jim is fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we cut back. I don't know. I was pretty much in when he was whistling. I was like, okay, that guy's pretty fucking. <laughs> That's all something about this guy. You. If he's a whistler, you're in. Something about this guy. <laughs> he's seen some shit. <laughs> so we cut back to town where a group of five men unload a pickup truck Loaded with cases and cases of Olympia beer. And I love it. They're all just drinking beer, throwing it down. Like, all oh, they're all bullshitting, laughing, having now, fun, unpacking sh- Just, just. I mean, I'm, there's I'm like at least like 30 cases of beer. It's easily. ridiculous. Yeah. Now, I do remember Olympia beer. And I remember in my mind, it was pretty fucking shitty. It's it, the water. It's, remember, it, it's, yes, the water. it's the water. That's what it says. It says uh, Olympia beer. It's the water. I actually remember this was one of our go-to beers for when we had bad beer parties in college. Uh, and I made me wonder, like, do they even still make Olympia? Like, oh yeah, is it? Do they still make it? Yeah, yeah. And actually, this might help help us with the location. And we probably just could have looked it up, but fuck it. You know, let's not do that. Let's play the beer game. It is from Washington. Okay. Well, maybe then that's where they're at because that would be local beer. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, so I had some good old flashbacks of Olympia beer. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go back to Jim and his wife. They're walking along the coast now, calling out for the dog. And they find the bloody remains of the dog lying in a pile of seaweed on the beach. And that weird Vaseline stuff that yeah. we were talking about. And the dead dog is incredibly fucking fake Just, looking. It's yeah. an awful effect. I mean, it looks like it was made from like cheap shag carpet. And the seaweed looks like it's yarn, like just wet yarn. It's yeah, awful. Yeah, it looks pretty bad. But the dog does look pretty eviscerated. Like, yeah. it looks pretty bloody and fucked up. Yeah, totally. Um, 
So we go back to the Olympia gang. And, and they're laughing, jaw-jacking, slap, playing grab-ass. They're having a great time. And they come across two more dead dogs. And it just all of a sudden they go silent. And, and they see the dead dogs. But these dead dogs actually look so much better than yeah. the other. They actually look almost like real dogs. His head laid, totally like, all right, lay down, play dead. <laughs> play dead while we put this gunk on you. While we hang your guts out. Yeah. Um, and they mentioned that it's funny how the only dog left alive is the Indian's dog. So Johnny Eagles. And which we see that dog in the background barking. He's occupied something, you can see. Mm-hmm. Um, and so apparently now this whole town is against Johnny Eagle. Like the whole Olympia gang, Hank and his cronies are against Johnny Eagle. He's, I guess he's like the Boys, pariah. we got a problem. Yeah. Um, and Hank, Hank's the main Olympia beer drinking guy. Um, <laughs> the Olympia crew. Yeah, the, the Olympia, Olympia brew crew. crew. The brew crew. <laughs> yeah, exactly like you said, Hank. Like, we have a problem, boys. And this is now night all of a sudden. It just switches to yeah, night. And yeah, we're, yeah. And we're taken to this house where a woman in lingerie is seen primping herself in, the, in like a bathroom. And she hears a noise. So Someone's if, creeping on the outside. Yeah, so, of course, she goes to go check it out. And she wires around the house, jumping at every little thing she bumps into. The sofa, the end table, the, the wall. I mean, everything she touches makes her jump and scream. Ah! 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 Uh, yeah, you know, it's like, fucking annoying. You know what's funny? My wife when I was watching this. She goes, yeah, that's me when you're not home. <laughs> at night. If I hear something, I freak out. I'm like, really? <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Oh, man. Someone's paranoid. That's sad now. That's so sad. I know. Um, anyway, so the phone rings. Of course, she jumps at that, too. Ah! And it's this character named Linda who we find out is supposed to come over and do something. Uh, but after the phone call, she picks up these two, uh, this large two-pronged, like, fork. It's like, you see, like, barbecue when you Yeah, know, it's, it's a barbecue fork. Yeah. yeah. And she creeps to the front door. And suddenly this man leaps out from behind her. But it's just her, her boo. And her boo. Her boo. <laughs> her bae. Her bae. Uh, nothing fucking happens. Big, big waste of time. Yeah. Jump scares, but not really. Yeah. yeah, it's like, just, yeah. yeah. Uh, so now we're back to Jim and his wife, Carol, who arrive at the NoYo 75th Annual Salmon Festival, which is like the big deal here. So um, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we and we start seeing all the other characters we've met so far. Like, and, we're, so, and they're kind of pulling in one by one. It's, it's funny when before they go into the Salmon Festival, Festival uh, the guy who just jump-scared the girl in the lingerie, they're with Jim and his wife. And he goes, wait, stop. He pulls her back, and he pulls out this comically huge flask. Yes, this flask was huge. gigantic, and they start polishing it off. And after seeing after seeing what's going on inside the Salmon Festival, I would do the same thing. I totally agree. I would have to be pretty <laughs> fucking drunk and stewed to have a good time yeah, because there. Because apparently we we go from uh, – oh, Hank's there. He's been drinking. And we go from like the – okay, it's 1980s uh, or it's 79, whatever, when this was sure. filmed. And so we go from 79, 80, all the way back to basically what feels like the 1800s. Because <laughs> we walk into basically a fucking like square dance. Like it's re- what? Yeah, it's it's the ba- it's a ba- it's all acoustic, banjos, piano. Yeah, there's a, like it's like a bluegrass. Like, band someone's or something. Pl- like, but not even good. The I mean, washboard, playing the washboard, some spoons. Going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like I like bluegrass. There's some good bluegrass out there, but this is just like picking and dicking. You know, yeah. it's just it's not and, like, good. Just, like, they're like, wearing like ancient old woman is playing the piano. I mean, she's like gotta be like like in her nineties. Like she barely looks like she's alive. Joe Williams. Joe Williams. Joe Williams. Who is yeah. a real like they now mm-hmm. Joe Williams and her white river band or yeah, something like that. Is white like, boy river band white, or something like it's that. It's not white boy. Well, it's, it's like white. <laughs> it should be because they're all white. They're all white. <laughs> <laughs> 
that is, oh, they are. It could be the white boy band. <laughs> the Crackerneck River Boys. <laughs> the Honky Tonk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, one of their songs over this older guy who I'm guessing is supposed to be maybe the mayor of the town. Uh, he, he talks like this the whole time. He yeah. comes up and announces they have some special guests with them here tonight. And he introduces another elderly man as Charles Borden as the president of Canco Corporation, along with his special assistant, James Edwards, and finally their associate, Dr. Susan Drake. And first of all, a couple of things on Canco. That's the, like, can you, that's like, might as well just call it, uh, uh, what's the shit from uh, Looney Tunes? Uh, Acme. Acme, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you. Might as well just call it Acme because it's the most generic. Canco. What, what do they do? They make, they can fish. They can that They salmon. can salmon. So, Canco. Didn't think yeah. really hard on that one, writers. Did not spend much time on that. Yeah. And come to think of it, I guess salmon makes sense. It would be Pacific Northwest. Yeah. 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 Okay. We're, I think. Okay. That, there we are. We ran it down. I didn't even think. Yeah. All right. Fish. Pacific Northwest. Um, and <laughs> so, so, what, my other thing is, what is a special assistant? Because it looks to me like when you see the special assistant and the look, it's like, it's kind of like, is there like a, Secret code for gay lover, going yeah, on like uh, this, butt boy, yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. he kind of and he seems a little effeminate. And like, and to me, it's like a Mr. Burns, a Mr. And Smithers, and Smithers type yeah, of yeah, yeah, going on. yeah, like, to yeah. Me, that's all I thought about the rest of the movie, like Burns <laughs> and Smithers. <laughs> well, it was the 80s, man, they didn't have the LGBT, that's kind of you know, I mean, it's not like. Now, wherever it's, it's no big deal. Who cares? You know, maybe they had to be a little more on the the DL. The DL. You know, kind of like, oh, this is my special assistant. Well, yeah. So basically, from here on, I just call him Burns and Smithers because that's nice. That's perfect. What I got. Um, and uh, Doctor Good and Sexy. Doctor Good and Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the doctor was looking a little. Uh, she like had her mouth open, kind of, when they introduced her. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, like a sexy look. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? Uh, so Charles, aka Mr. Burns, gets up. To give a speech about how this corporation loves this town and about how the new Canco cannery factory will be the best thing that's happened to this town since God created the rivers and the oceans. <laughs> and Hank, who is all about this, I'm guessing he's getting kickbacks or something. He starts clapping and like a giddy little schoolgirl. He's like loving it. Well, he's pumped, man, because he's they're gonna make no they're gonna put no yo on the map. Yeah. Uh and then Burns goes on to promise the creation of new jobs and also promise that they will increase the catching rates on fishing. I mean There'll be more fish for everybody. Yeah, this is when he goes, our doctor here, and he goes, he goes, our sweet little scientist. Talk about, like, sexist, you know? Oh, my God. I I was going to bring it up. Yes. (laughs) He says in such a way, like, look at this sweet little lady. Like, she's pretending to be a doctor. Isn't it cute? Isn't she cute? You know, sexist as hell. I know. It's ridiculous. Oh so my God. so we can't talk about gays and we're going to be sexist. Look at the cute doctor trying. <laughs> oh, I love the 80s. Uh, <laughs> the yeah. Dawn of the 80s. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And he tells him that for the last seven years, Dr. Susan Drake, uh, yeah, who he calls his great little scientist. My great little <clears throat> scientist. Um, and he goes on and it's like how he introduces her and she's like uh, doing research up their upstream facility for the last seven years, and now they can make salmon grow faster, bigger, and more plentiful. And I'm like, geez, nothing ever goes wrong with genetic manipulation. In ever. any of these movies, ever. Ever. Nothing. Ever. So, hmm. nothing's going to happen hmm. here. The crowd again claps. Uh, the mayor cues the band to resume playing. Everyone goes on to enjoy their festival and square dancing and their hula hoo or whatever. Hullabaloo. Hullabaloo. Thank you. Um, so yeah, inside all the, the shindig hootenanny. <laughs> <It is. laughs> 
so inside the adults, they're all dancing and drinking their Olympia beer. And I've, at this point, I wonder how much Olympia paid to be like the official beer of humanoids. Or if the they deep. did. I mean, they may not have. It may have been just some like sweet, you know? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Just a local brew that's there. Another note I made at this, the side note or observation made at this movie. So far, so far, the entire population of this town is either in their 50s and up or they're in their teens. Right? Um, except for like one or two women who might be in their early 30s or 40s. And the only kid I've seen so far was killed by the creature from the Black Lagoon. Right, and the, the <laughs> like the brew crew that we had earlier, man, they're like in the, like being generous. Their early forties, yeah, and that's being generous. generous. So uh, the dancing comes to a halt when Johnny Eagle <laughs> enters. Holy, <laughs> he comes in carrying his dead dog. I know. What a party pooper! He just, know, who brings a, he just brings a dead dog to a party. He's the dog. It's a big dog. He's it's a husky. Carrying, it's a, that's he's, a husky. He's carrying it in husky. both hands. It's bleeding all over him. Yeah. <laughs> and he basically accuses Hank of killing his dog, which Hank passive aggressively basically th- says, "Yeah." yeah he's like, <laughs> and then he accuses Johnny of killing all the other dogs, and Johnny just jumps against us. That's it. I'm putting an end to this war by taking you to court. Because he wants to sue them for the return of his people's land. Which, and how the great fuck would you even go about doing that? Like, I, do they have a standing agreement or something? I, I mean, it's, it's the way he jumps is like, all of a sudden it's like, I'm taking back all this land. I mean, it's, it's not like, like it was like the, you know, what, 15, 1600s or 1800s or when, when, when America was buying the land off the Indians. And and it would make like, so much more sense if, if he would have said something to the effect of, you know, we made a treaty that we would do fishing this way, the way that I'm for. Uh, you're bringing in these new people. You'll see me in court. That would have made so much more sense. Yeah. And at least been kind of like, he's like, like yeah. I'm, you... Yeah, you stole the land from my people or something like that. I'm taking you to court. You built can fishery on Indian (laughs) burial ground. (laughs) This will not stand. I will fight you in your courts. I wish that would have come up in the movie. If they would have said that we built a cannery on an Indian burial ground, I would love that. In the background. That'd be Uh, great. um, (laughs) Sorry, I was pounding. I was trying to get my Indian war drums going. Uh, so Hank and his men toss Johnny out of the building, and they follow him outside. And once outside, Johnny starts to fight back, but he just gets his ass kicked. Yeah, Johnny's getting beat up. And the townsfolk pour out in the parking lot to watch. And then here comes Jim. Jim. Jim he just it, steps it, in it's kind and of takes funny. out everybody. <laughs> he just basically one-handedly takes out all of Hank's men. And there's like five or six of Hank's guys. And it's kind of funny because Jim's watching it for a while, and he goes, all right, right he just, he just goes, you know, like, <laughs> I guess no one else is going to stop this. I got to And this is so funny because I love these 1980s kind of late 70s, early 80s films, because every time a punch is thrown, you hear. Psh, yeah, psh, you're like, psh, you're like once away psh, from like the, the cheesy Batman show. Like, yeah, Pow, it's yeah, so yeah. It's every time there's a punch psh, psh, and the body shot goes. Boom. Or like, or like those old like old uh, Chinese like kung fu movies where yeah. like whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> such ridiculous effects. Everybody's getting punched and yeah. So uh, the fight continues until the sheriff comes in by breaks up by carelessly just firing his gun in the air in the middle of a crowd. Yeah, yeah. He just whips it out and starts fires off a few shots. And he's <laughs> dude, this is this is Sheriff Xanax. I swear to God, <laughs> he has got no. Per- he's just. All right, boy. Pow, yeah. pow. Shoots two shots in them. All, All right, right boys, boys, that's enough. 
Wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? There's that like a, is a perfect way of saying because he is totally like that way. He is the whole movie. He's just come on. Yeah. Now. No emotion. Even when things are like really tense and he's trying to. Well, I can't believe this is happening. You know? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Get this guy some coffee. It's like <laughs> Sheriff Stephen Wright. Yeah. Right? Remember the comedian. Uh, so, um, so we cut to the next day, and Hank is in his like small outboard fishing boat, like the old like green kind. He's like you walk in buy at a Walmart or something like that. Yeah. And side note, fuck you, Walmart. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, fuck Walmart. Whoa. Yeah. What's going on? Fuck Walmart. Whoa. What? Man, you are you are. Out of the gates. Okay. I want Walmart is owned by fucking Stan Kroenke and his stupid family. So fuck Walmart. Fuck Stan Kroenke. That stupid porn stash motherfucker. Oh, I'm going on a little rant. But wow, wow. This has nothing to do. Nothing with to do horror. with this show. No, this, this is my has own to do rant. with uh, St. Louis Rams. So man, he's he, all right. Let's let's bring it back down. All right, I, got, I, right. I don't want to get worked up. It's good. All right, let me take a sip of my beer here. Let me let me calm down. Marshall is drinking Lining Kugel, Lemon <sighs> Shandy. Yes. Refreshing. All right. Now. We should have got some Olympias. <laughs> should have thought about it. I, I, like I said, I didn't even know if they made I wouldn't even yeah, know where to find should, Olympia yeah, anymore. You probably to go to a good liquor store or something, but um, I'm sure you can find it. So Hank's going upriver, and he comes to a small little dock. And instead of pulling up to the dock, he runs the boat up on the shoreline, ties the boat to this tiny, tiny, fragile-looking little branch or something <laughs> Really, of all things to tie to, how about the big log that tiny branch is attached to? Giant trees around yeah. everywhere, big logs, you know. Which are the most flimsy-looking thing. <laughs> and he proceeds to head up the hill through the brush and hiding when this truck passes by. And he approaches old, like, shack-looking building, and we hear a voice inside. And they're saying things like, maybe we should wait for Johnny Eagle. And there's someone to talk to, like, in this lawyer he's talking to in Sacramento. And he said... This lawyer in Sacramento will take it on because it's going to be a landmark case, so he's going to take it on for free. And Hank continues to sneak up. He's eavesdropping on this conversation. And we just, that's it. We just cut this, this girl lounging on the beach and drawing while one of the teenage, the teenage couple we saw from the festival. The guys who polished out the flask. Yes, thank mm. you. Uh, they're, they're just making out on the towel. Aggressively. Aggressively. And it's weird because the girl drawing starts like just watching. Like, she's like a creeper on Like, she is not like... Kind of glance this no, side, she's just like watching. yeah, she's not glancing like oh geez, oh boy, no, she's like looking like yeah, yeah I get it, get yeah. it. <laughs> she she's just mesmerized. She stops drawing, she stops having, she's just like oh yeah, yeah, she straight up, um, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. Like good for her. Um, and so out on the water, on the ocean, at this point is Jim's fishing boat with Jim. Uh, Dr. Susan Drake and uh, Smith, uh, Jim's oh, brother. I said, I said, don't son Tommy again, but yeah. brother Tommy and uh, Smithers mm-hmm. is on the boat. And he, Smithers, starts sounding like the whiniest, brattiest kid when he catches a fish because he's like, he's like, I caught one, it's mine, it's mine, it's all mine. Like, he's serious. that's what he sounds like for like a 40 year old man catching a fish. It's insane. Maybe he's never been fishing. He was excited. I'm guessing he's never been fishing, but like I can say, oh, I caught one. Yeah, it's mine. But he's like, it's mine. It's mine. He's like so whiny and little bitch. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the makeout couple, they get up, they walk off. The camera pans down to show a giant footprint left by one of these creatures in the sand. Uh-oh. Which, by the way, how that thing would be so hard, you know, to, like 
not to miss. Maybe I said the wrong. It, it's gigantic. How anybody misses this? Yeah. It's but it's, the funny thing is, it's just one. Yeah, it is just it's one. It's not like there's tracks. <laughs> You're right. It's just one it's big just one print. One print. It's like that's where the sand is soft. It's like whoa, you know, like slipped in. <laughs> it's just one print. I totally <laughs> overlooked the fact that yeah. it's just one print. Where did, so I guess you could miss it if it's just creature who. Who just happened to hop there? You know? <laughs> um, so the couple is next seen playfully running along the beach, which now looks like a completely different beach. It's like really rocky. Yeah, the, yeah, the original like, beach is yeah, just like, high rocks and like mm-hmm. bluffs, very yeah. rocky as you're saying. And now this new beach is like just flat, pristine sand, mm-hmm. pretty water. I was like, what? Where did, where did, did they, they, why didn't from, you guys go to that beach yeah, originally? Like, did we yeah. just go from like Washington to the fucking Bahamas and like like that? I mean, <laughs> what happened? So they're gallivanting around, playing splishy splashy. You know, she's in her little bikini. He's in his fucking Daisy Duke cut-off shorts. Oh, there's... Yeah, no man should ever wear shorts like that. I don't know why he's swimming in jean shorts that are cut to the cock and hang out the bottom. fucking 80s. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, after two seconds of them frolicking around, we're uh, we're right back to the Rocky Beach. Um, and this is where I learned the guy's name is Jerry. And so I get that much. The blonde girl, she has a really nice body and looks great in a, in a bikini, by the way. Yeah, very hot. Um, and so, yeah, we, so we've yeah, gone frolicking, yeah, playing, but we're yeah. back in the Rocky beach. So we gone Rocky flat, pristine sand right back to Rocky beach. Yeah. And they continue along shore and the camera pans over to show like the sea cave, like a, a cave at sea level in the bluff. And we go right back to the boat. So again, we were jumping all over at this point. Bad editing. Yeah. So we're back in the boat where, uh, where the, uh, Charles, the Canco pres, Canco president, he just suddenly appears. Out of nowhere, like how do he get on this boat? But uh, he grabs the fishing line, saying that he's caught something, and it's a big one. Yeah, it's, it's a big one. And Tommy starts talking to him how to wheel in the fish. Uh, Charles, aka Burns, he struggles with the line, saying it's a monster. Yeah. And all we see is a blurry image of something under the water. And rise, they're about to reel it in. The line breaks. And during all of this, Susan's just staying there taking pictures. Taking pictures on a big camera. And this, I got something to say about this. Okay. So keep going. Oh, okay. Um, so Jim then asked Tommy and Susan what it was. Like, what what were you seeing? But neither of them seemed to know. Yeah, you kind of get a shot. It almost looks like, it's like that shot in Jaws. Like, when the shark comes up and, like, swims under the boat. That's kind of what it's yeah, supposed it, it, to be. Yeah. But you can't tell what the fuck it is. It's just, it's like, just like, some like, a black blob. blob. Yeah, it's like the shadow. And uh, he also asked Susan what she saw through her camera, but she says she won't know until the film is developed. Yeah, this is the best part. He goes, this is this is the part I want to talk about with okay. Jim, because I got a theory about Jim. But uh, that's right, kids. We used to have to take pictures on film. Well, this is the best part. That had to be developed. This is the best part, is that Jim goes, what'd you see through that? Let me see it. And she says, I won't be able to show you until I develop my film. And he goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then Jim's from the future. <laughs> Jim's used to digital cameras. Oh, he is. For the, he's a time traveling. He's a time traveling badass. That's why he is able to kick so much ass. That's because he's like, let me see that. Like, let me see your pictures. Like, because you he's have a screen on it. Like the he's future. expecting to see digital pictures, and and she goes, I can't. She says this in an eighties film. Yes, I have to develop the, the pictures, pictures before you can see it. He goes, Oh yeah. And I'm like, it's not like. Jim's from the future. 
And it's not like cameras or anything. Like they're not like brand new technology right. anymore. Right. People know about film right. and how it works. Like Jim let that one slip. He's like, oh shit, I gotta can't let him know. I'm from almost the like yeah. <laughs> gotta cover that up. You, you almost broke the time paradox there, Jim. You gotta be careful. You gotta be careful, man. Doc Brown told us all about it. So I, I think I wonder if Jim had like kill other like present Jim or to keep them from writing into each other like what if Jim's hmm. from the future where's present day Jim at maybe he's back to who knows uh, that's a good question <laughs> maybe there is no present Jim <laughs> maybe he just came back to live in oh, sim- like a, 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 simpler a, times or prevent the uh, invasion of the humanoids yeah so you're saying he's basically he's a uh, uh, god damn what's the guy's name from uh, Terminator uh, John Connor yeah, no not Connor the, the uh a uh, Reese, Reese. Oh, he's like yeah, a Reese. He yeah. comes back to yeah, yeah. to from the future yeah. and he, as himself. Mm-hmm. But then, oh shit! So their son, the baby, would be like the giant counter of the humanoids. He's the baby that rises up to to rid humanity of the humanoids from the deep. Whoa! I think we just made this movie more awesome. We did just make this movie more <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Oh god damn! So uh. I told him. So anyway, after, I can also get, at this point, I kind of get this feeling that, at least I did, I don't know about you, but you get a feeling that Susan knows she's hiding something. She's knowing something, but she's not really leading on, yeah, letting yeah, on about yeah. it yet. Uh, we go back to the couple, Jerry, the couple on the beach, and this, um, they're now leaving the seaside cave, and they prance into the ocean, play around, and that is until Jerry gets pulled under the water and dragged away by an unseen force. Mind you, this water's waist deep. Yeah. At best, at, at best. best, waist deep, and they're close to the shoreline. They are really close to the shoreline, like one, two, three steps, and you're on the shore. Yes. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> so now, he gets pulled under. Now here we get some more quick editing because the movie goes back and forth between shots of the girl looking just fucking confused as hell and like Jerry, where are you, Jerry? Jerry where'd you go? Jerry, yeah. quit playing around. And a bloody Jerry fighting with this creature underneath the water. In waist deep water. water which, which the girl doesn't see like the, any splashing or struggle going on. She's like, where are you? And the humanoid is big. These yeah. humanoids in the deep are pretty large. Yeah, later they say they're supposed to be between six, six and, and, half, and seven feet tall. And in waist deep water, two grown adults, essentially two grown adults, yeah, it, yeah, it's fucking retarded. Um, so finally, the girl then turns and she sees Jerry, who's just like standing, standing there, back turned. Yes, this stands there. All of a sudden, this back to her. She wades up to him, turns around, turns him around. And she screams because the right half of Jerry's face is just gone. Yeah, it's kind of a good effect. I would. I, mm. That's exactly what I say. It's, it's, it is a pretty fucking awesome effect. You see parts of his skull, yeah, and it's, his jaw. And... It's really quick, but it's yeah. really well done. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you see like what like the tendons, or, like muscle tissue. Yeah. His, his eyes gone. Yeah. I mean, it's this is one of the better effects in the movie. It looks pretty good. Yeah. She scrambles for sure, but she gets grabbed and is pulled out into the water. Mm-hmm. So let's. Keep that in mind. Into the water, um, but I'm gonna put, this is one of the first really bad continuity errors because the very they, they next pan, they pan back to Jerry, <laughs> who's reaching out, going, yeah. still alive. <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> she's just like she's not like, oh my god, you're horribly injured. Let's let's take you to the doctor. She's like, ew, get away. <laughs> yeah. You think I forgot about that? But yes, yeah. uh, yeah. but poor but, Jerry's like. No. <laughs> But okay, so the kind of should we just see her get pulled by the angle out into the ocean? But the very next shot of her, 
she is being pulled like along the beach. Yeah. She's not in the water anymore. She's being dragged through the sand. Yeah. Right. What? Bad, bad continuity. Yeah, bad just, editing. Oh. Yeah. So the woman who is drawing on the beach, um, Jim's wife. The, the Car- perv. The perv, yeah. Jim's wife, Carol, is like staying on top of a hill or a bluff, shouts out to her. It's like, hey, you can come with me to meet the boat. And she's like, and this is where we learn her name is Linda. Okay. So we heard her name earlier. Lovely, luscious Linda. And uh, so, yeah, they, they leave. And we're back to the blonde girl who's being attacked by the creature on the beach. And, again, this beach is covered in this, like, yarn seaweed. It looks like wet yarn. And the creature rips off her bikini top. Damn. And we're treating some dirty but rather nice boobs. And the creature... <laughs> dirty but rather nice boobs. <laughs> well, they are. They're, they're covered in sand and mud. They're dirty, but they're nice That's looking. the funniest line I think I've ever heard on the show. <laughs> dirty but rather but nice, nice boobs. <laughs> God. So, uh, so yeah, the uh, creature just—he just gets mounts, on top he, he of her, her and, and starts—he's basically starts raping her. Yeah. So we have the creature from the Black Lagoon raping this blonde topless woman on a beach. This is like creature from the Black Lagoon was a little more classy. <laughs> At least he like carried the woman off in a nightgown, like yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna take it back to my place. Yeah. Light some can- underwater candles, Cook, make you some bubbles. nice, get you some nice fish sticks. Yeah, you know it's gonna be great. <laughs> this guy's just going straight for it. Yeah, yeah. This is like the, the uh, no wine and no dining. No, this, this just is like, straight this is to sixty nine. Uh, Guido bro fist pumping <laughs> creature from Black. Yeah, Lagoon. he's roofing <laughs> he's people. Roofing. <laughs> So we jump back to Hank, who's ordered a beer at the local bar. And to my surprise, it was not Olympia. No. But this is product placement for Hanneken, Heineken, and Budweiser. Yeah, right Which on. I know is the other two beers featured in this movie. He takes it back to the brew crew, and the brew crew's yes. got bruises. They're all beat up yeah. from uh, Jim kicking the shit out of them. From Jim. And, yeah, they're all sitting around the table talking about Johnny Eagle and how Eagle and his people are going to sue the land. And, and why do they want to get Johnny Eagle after Jim stomped him? Yeah. You know? Um, because you don't fuck with Jim. No, that's you right. Don't. You don't fuck with Jim. You, you can don't. fuck with Johnny Eagle, but you don't fuck with Jim. Don't mess around with Jim. Yeah, it's like the whole, like uh, you don't uh, pull in Superman's cave. You don't Jim. spin the wind, but you don't fuck around Jim. Yeah, either. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he t- Hank tells him it's up to us to take care of Johnny Eagle. So back at the docks, Johnny Eagle is trying to talk to Jim about the cannery, but he hasn't. Like, listen, Johnny, like, I I don't want to talk about it right now. I you're for it. I'm against it. Uh, or I'm I'm for it. You're against mm-hmm. it. Let's just leave it at that. You know we're pals. Whatever. Right. Um, so Jim walks off to greet his wife, and who's just now pulled up. So Johnny now switches attention to Tommy, saying he would like to talk to him about the cannery. Linda shows up. Turns out Linda's Tommy's girl, and so Johnny he goes at this point. Is this like at this point like an annoying vegan? It's like, hey, can I talk to you about the the you know the sins of eating meat? Let me talk to you about this. Like. Fucking talk- dude, go away. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> Let me talk to you about the the sins of this cannery. Yeah. Let me tell you. Um, so, but Jenny says he caught a bunch of steelheads and asked them if they would help him beat them. And I was like. He said eat. Did he? I think, he said he, eat. No, he said beat. No, he said eat. Why would you beat steelheads? That's right. I'm like, why do you want to go murder fish? I'm like, okay, if he ca- catches them, you have to kill them to fry them up and eat them. I thought, are they still alive? Do you have to go beat them with sticks I first? can't believe you thought it was beat. I thought he said beat. It's pretty clear it's eat. It's a weird one to bring up. No. Please I, don't tell me you wrote up about notes about how he said to beat steelheads. I did. 
I I did. I oh. thought he said, "Let's go beat them, beat them up, or no. let's go beat them." I just said, "Beat them." All right. Well, I'll skip that part for us. Fuck it. Uh, so <laughs> the three of them let leave in Johnny's little boat. They they, they little go schooner. Little, it's not even a. It's, yeah, it's, it's just it's, a tiny yeah. little outboard motorboat. Um. So back to the beach where there's a couple in a tent now, and at first we just see the tent and we hear them talking and the lions come off. Lions like, come on, baby, take it off. Real sexy stuff. Um, and not until I see it first, more than just the head, blah, blah, blah. Whoa. Yeah. So now we, we jump inside the tent, and there's a guy with a fucking ventriloquist dummy and his girlfriend. Now, this might be the most far-fetched thing in this whole movie, <laughs> maybe even in any movie, that the, the more this guy talks as his dummy, the hotter, the hotter she, she gets. gets. I don't know any women who are get wet over a ventriloquist. <laughs> so she has got wood for wood. So now I believe Jim is a time traveler because we've just we've gone full science fiction here. We yeah. have women turned on by ventriloquists and Jim time traveling. <laughs> Whoa! I, I guess there's got to be one or two of them out there. Yeah, well, I mean, good for him. Good for ventriloquist I mean, guy. Look, he landed. Jeff Dunham is married, but I mean it's. But yeah, I'm I don't know. Good, good for good him. For, good for him. Good. Well, too bad he can't decide to camp on that beach though. Yeah, because yeah, it doesn't turn out too good. So anyway, she starts getting naked while he talks to his dummy, <laughs> and this girl has huge natural tits, like nice knockers, really nice. Yeah. And then suddenly they're about to get it on, or she—I don't know what's going to happen. If, she's, if he's going to fuck her, mind with the you, dummy, mind you, or mind he, you, it's what, like just cloudy outside. It's daytime, but it's cloudy. Yeah, it's cloudy. Mind you. Yeah. Um, and suddenly the creature just rips through the tent. He slashes the guy across the back, leaving this huge bloody giant gash. chunk out of him. The yeah. girl screams, scrambles out of the tent. Now during this, as attack, soon as she goes outside, no, before we even get that here. During the dummy's eyes are moving back and forth. What the fuck? <laughs> the dummy just became possessed now. I'm like, holy shit, it's one of Mary Shaw's dummies from Dead from, Silence. From Dead Silence. Like, why are the eyes moving on their own? The guy is dead. <laughs> what is happening? Maybe it was going to be a three-way. May- oh, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe. I, I, who knows what's yeah. going to happen in that fucking tent. Maybe. Maybe they had a, maybe they had a doll for Mary Shaw's, <laughs> and, and they were all going to just have a nice little three-way. Yeah. Who knows? So she takes off running buck-ass naked across the beach. On a almost dark, like, it's the last light of day. Yeah. Like, we went from full, like, it was cloudy, mm-hmm. but now it's almost completely dark. And Yeah. And she's running on and the beach, naked. Yeah, nothing's saying. We get full frontal yeah. glory in this. and But she runs smack dab yeah. into another creature. This is a massive beach. I don't know how it's even possible. Massive beach. And she's running, like, right towards it. Yes. She's running, looks behind her once or twice, but she's looking forward almost the whole, the whole time. time. Yes, And she thank runs you. right into it. Right fucking into yes, it. Yes, thank you so much. Because I'm going to do the same rant. Because it's not like he pops out from behind a tree or anything. Dude, there's stand, nothing. It's like this creature just standing on the beach, minding there. his own business, and this naked woman just runs into him. He's like, "Whoa, hey, excuse me, ma'am." I mean, it excuse might be like me. a neon light arrow pointing down at saying, "Monster right here." Yeah. And yeah. She, so it's like, "Man, whoa, whoa, ma'am, yeah. you need you just ran into me. I think you need to apologize." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the creature, obviously angry because she's got ran into by this bitch, not looking where she's going. <laughs> Tosses her to the ground and rapes her from behind. Yeah. 
like straight up rear entry ass up rapes this woman on the beach damn uh so <laughs> now we jump right back to hank and two of his men they're boating up to johnny regal's johnny eagle's place <laughs> and also on the river is johnny eagle <laughs> tommy and linda now they hear the boat approaching and johnny starts to back up and drives I don't know what I'm saying. Drives off back. Oh, he oh. they take his boat and he goes back to his place. Oh, so Mr. Come, let's get back to my place. And they pull out to this tiny dock, hop out, head up to his house. Did you notice again continuity? That yes. Now, uh, Jim's brother. Well, I don't remember his name. Tommy. Tommy has a jacket on and an STP hat. Yes. Yeah, he didn't have that before. No. No. And speaking of continuity, when we arrive at Johnny's dock, it's clearly nighttime. Like it's dark. 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 But there's a super. It starts every time it cuts back to Hank and his boys. The it's like it's like cloudy again. It's yeah. clearly yeah. day. It's cloudy, yeah. but it's clearly daytime. So we go from like night to day in a matter of like in seconds. <laughs> um, so we see a creature pop up outside Johnny's place as Tommy and Linda kiss by the water pump. <laughs> <laughs> Which this is a weird place to kiss. Yeah. Um, back to Hank, and it's once again daylight. He turns off his motor so they can quietly coast up near Giant's place. They light a Molotov cocktail yeah. and throw it. Johnny, like just with his ESP or something, leaps Dude, over a table. It's, it's his Native American training. <laughs> or just oh, oh, danger, danger. <laughs> uh, so he leaps over this picnic table to save Linda. His house explodes. Again, and three it, different angles. Butters, butters, butters. And it's not even just his house exploding, but everything around it explodes. It's the most powerful Molotov cocktail Thank you, I was gonna ever. Say, it's just a Molotov cocktail. It would set the place on fire, yes. Yeah. But what the Dude. fuck? Is Giant Eagle cooking up meth inside this <laughs> place? Because what would cause that explosion? The explosion was so big. It's, I mean... The whole building, boom, boom, just gone. And again, several different angles. Ba-doom, ba-doom, ba-doom. Just ridiculous. Oh, and by the way, when we see Johnny, Tommy, and Linda next, they they should all be dead because the they're like... By the size of this explosion. They're like six feet away from the house. And the funny thing is, we cut to them, and they're like, Johnny's like kind of covering them. And they're he goes, on, and he they're goes on like, the ground. He's yeah. got his arms around each one of them, because I guess he tackled them and he put them together. He tackled Linda, but, we know that. Yeah. But he's got his arms around both of them. Now, yeah, and he just looks up. He's like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> those guys should be just." But the funniest thing is nothing. The funniest thing is he. The place is destroyed. Yes, there's nothing left, and they start panicking to put out the fire. Yeah, what? <laughs> what, dude? Someone just literally threw a bomb, yeah. blew up your place. Nothing's left. All that's gonna burn is a little bit of like the the remains. The remains. Yeah. Why freak out about putting them out? And they're, they, they start freaking out like they can salvage something. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing, There's nothing to salvage. left. The place is gone. <laughs> and so they all start trying to put out the fire. Yeah. Uh, and then, But they say, Linda, take they, my truck to go get, I guess, help the fire Go, go to town to get help. Not, okay. Yeah. You know what? Just fuck it. All go to town and yeah, be like, like well, someone just blew, blew up my, my fucking house. house. Yeah. Uh, Tommy sees something move in the river. And thinking it's one of the assailants, he starts shooting a rifle blindly into the dark at the spot. And a creature's hand reaches out from the water, grabs Tommy by the ankles, pulls him into the dark river. But Tommy manages to get away for a brief moment, but he's grabbed again and pulled under. 
But Tommy grabs his gun and starts, like, he's fighting. He's yeah. really fighting. It's well, like, he is Jim's brother. It must he, run in the family. Yeah, yeah, because he's fighting his but nuts off. he's no Jim. Yeah. <laughs> He he, he's still, he's he still, does get away. He tries beating the thing with the rifle. He hasn't gotten his man strength yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, Tommy, excuse me, breaks free. He starts pulling himself up to the dock. And this is when Johnny Eagle finally turns around to see what's happening. The creature leaps up at Tommy trying to pull him back. But Johnny picks up a stick, I think, and chucks it at the creature. He throws a stick at him. And the stick hits the creature so hard, it takes a chunk of its head or its back off. It's hard to tell because it's dark. Either way, it falls into the into the water as Johnny rushes up to Tommy. What? Like, hey, man. He throws that a native, stick? It's Native American style. I guess. Dude, he's got that aim. Jesus. I wish I wish you were throwing a tomahawk. Oh, God. Oh. You were throwing a tomahawk with like a little feather attached. That would have been perfect. Yep. Oh, so racist. I know, but... I love it. But it's the 80s. You know <laughs> yeah. it would have done the 80s. Just, just badass. <laughs> badass racist at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> nice. so in a good way. <laughs> I've been drinking, guys. Sorry. Johnny goes to pull Tommy the rest of the way out of the water up on the dock, but the po- up pops the creature. It's shrieking. Hey! I don't know what. Yeah, it's making crazy screeching noise. Yeah, Yeah. Johnny grabs a rifle, shoots it twice, seemingly killing Killing it. it. Now, again, really quick, when Tommy pulls himself kind of out of the water, one of the creatures gets out and just slams Tommy's head over and over and over into the dock. Like, yeah, I think I missed that part. It's a pretty intense scene. Like, Jesus, is he gonna smash his brains out? Because he just. The I think shit I missed. I was probably writing. Or my notes right, I, I missed that. Ooh, he beat the shit out of Tommy. Uh, so we we cut. We join up with Linda now, driving down the road towards town. When suddenly, from out of fucking nowhere, a creature swings. A creature's arm swings down from the roof of the truck and smashes through the windshield like Michael Myers style. Yeah. It flails away, trying to grab her, while Linda screams and tries to maintain control of the truck. She hits the brakes. The creature rolls off the truck and on the road. As it begins to get back up, Linda drives off, drives over it. It's the most, it's and like, it just continues on her yeah, way like nothing happens. The happened. funniest thing is, like she has, a, she's struggling. She's trying to keep the on the road. There's just arm trying to grab her. She slams on the brake. It falls down. She takes a breath. And this is the type of scene where you think, okay, it's starting to get up. Floor it, baby. Run it over. Yeah. Right. And she just kind of like. She she puts it in gear and slowly drives over and you hear kind of a bump. <laughs> it's like she just kind of squishes it very slowly, runs over it. Yeah, it's so like, casual, it's like so nothing casual. Happens. You'd want you'd think it'd be like hit the gas, the wheels start screeching, bam. Yeah, you, you know, think, but no. yeah, but no. She's just <laughs> driving this Daisy rolls over it. <laughs> so moments later. Not even, not even not a moment. Yeah, it's like the very next scene that we see the creature rise up behind her in the bed of There's the truck. There's another one. <laughs> it punches through the rear window, grabs Linda. She struggles with it. However, the struggle causes her to she lose can't, control she of the can't truck. Keep control. It drives off of a bridge and it explodes on impact with the ground. Baboom! Baboom! <laughs> Three different angles again. Oh god! <laughs> Anytime there's an explosion, there's three different angles. <laughs> Oh, it's so awesome. <laughs> so the next day comes, and Susan drives into town wanting to rent a boat. 
Oh, uh, wants to rent a boat from the artsiest, fartsiest guy in town. <laughs> yeah. He's got black glasses on that are round. He's wearing a beret. And he's also like... 80 he's, years he's, old. And he's just does give zero fucks. And he's just kind of sitting in this like mustard yellow button up shirt with his beret and his artsy glasses. Yeah. And he's just like, well, ma'am, I would not suggest you rent a boat today. Not yes. today. Exactly. You know, and that's and the like, scene. I love that he, guy. Yeah, and, and uh, he points across the street to this group of people gathering. Like the, some of the brew crew and yes. some other people, the sheriff. And so she, Susan Sheriff turns, Xanax. Yeah. <laughs> she approaches the group, which is Hank and Sheriff Xanax. <laughs> We're like the rest of the uh, brew crew and whatever. They're talking about Linda's death and what you know and whatnot. What's yeah. going on? And up comes Johnny Eagle in his boat. Yep. They all rush to the dock as he pulls up to it. What do you got in the boat there, Johnny? Laying on the floor of the boat is Tommy. All fucked up. Yeah, Tommy's loaded into the back of a pickup as Jim and Carol pull up. Carol hops into the better truck as it speeds away. So we assume Tommy is still barely alive, and they're taking him to the hospital. Yeah. Fuck ambulances. Put him in the back of this fucking ancient <laughs> Ford yeah. and floor it. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, Susan's asking Johnny about How what... How big is No-Yo? There's got to be, like, no one there. Yeah, I mean, if they don't have ambulances, I don't think they even have a fire department. They probably have, like, a... You know, yeah, poor Johnny Eagle's got to put his... do, like, the, the bucket, like, get yeah. the bucket conveyor line. Johnny Eagle's <laughs> got to use his fucking garden hose to put out his fire, you know? <laughs> oh, God. So Susan's asking Johnny what he saw, and he tells her about the creature, and that it was somewhere between six and seven feet tall. Jim confronts the sheriff about Tommy, and this is where I, this is where I found out it was his brother, yeah, not his yeah, son. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I thought told... it was the son, the two, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. me too. Um, so the sheriff tells him it was some kind of sea, it was some kind of sea monsters. Hank chimes in saying, "That's right. They even burned down Johnny's house, took his gun, and attacked Tommy." <laughs> Without skipping a beat, Jim's like, "Yeah, totally sea monsters. Yeah, that sounds plausible. I'm, I'm in. I'm on board with that. Yeah. Like, because he's from the future, he already knows. He already knows the sea monsters. Yeah, he's like, okay, sea monsters. Let's do this. I got it. Yeah. And so he's like, he's like, hey." I'm going on the water to look for evidence, because yeah. why not? We need to go find these sea monsters. Yeah. And Johnny and Susan say, all right, we'll go with you. Because, yeah. you know, sea monsters, totally cool. Yeah, Nobody's like, what the fuck are you smoking, Johnny Eagle? Yeah. <laughs> you got to get that peyote or something. <laughs> smoking the peace pipe. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, sea monsters, like, it's totally cool. Yeah, the only one who thinks it's bullshit is Hank. <laughs> you know, and his brew crew. <laughs> So Which the, is, I feel bad because I'd be on their side. And they're the dicks. They're the bad guys. You know, they're the assholes. And I'd be right there with them like, yeah, boys, that sounds like a bunch of horse shit to me. Let's go pop open Olympia and fuck off these guys. Yeah. You know? So the three of them are in Giant's little one-motor outboard boat heading back up the river. Eagle takes them to where the creatures were first spotted. Uh, Susan hops out and starts taking pictures of the scene. And she starts talking about how... She thinks they're nocturnal creatures, and if they're as big as Johnny Eagle says they are, then the river will not sustain them much longer. They'll head out into the ocean, which, bitch, they've already done that. Yeah, We've they're already that. in the ocean. And uh, and also, it's kind of cloudy this day. Yeah, but it's I mean, also cloudy. And cloudy. But I'm like, that's where they get your shit straight, movie, because they've already been mm. in the ocean. They open yeah. in the ocean. So the very next scene, all three of them are out in the ocean now. So pff, teleporting out there. And they're on Jim's fishing boat. And they think they've caught one on one of the lines, but it's just a salmon. And so nothing fucking happens. Time passes. Jim starts to grill. She, he starts laying into Susan hard about what she truly knows about this. And she's dodging the questions by pointing out 
the sea caves and asking where they lead to and blah, blah, blah. So now they get into like their little inflatable powered raft, lifeboat, whatever. And, 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 and now it's crystal clear day. Crystal clear, yes. Yeah, so we've gone from a cloudy day, kind of rainy, to crystal clear day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they drive off towards the caves. Uh, they beach the raft, they go in on foot, where they find a creature laying on the beach. Yeah, just chilling. And yeah, I swear this thing looks like it's just sunbathing. Yeah. Trying to get a tan. Because it's just laying out like, hey, yeah, what's up, guys? Yeah, there's there's there's, <laughs> there's no mystery at all. There's like, no... They should have like a like a a, 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 co- a coconut drink with a little uh, umbrella. A parasol in it. In it. A yeah. Parasol, you know, like just a Mai Tai. Chilling. Like, ah. Got some steel drums in the background. <laughs> you know, just chilling out. Yeah, he just kind of looks up. It's like, oh shit, there's humans. Yeah. <laughs> it gets up shrieking. Jim shoots it several times. Well, this is the best part. It's just maybe it wasn't shriek. Maybe that's it's maybe it's saying, "Hey guys, you want to hello?" This 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 seaweed's fantastic. Yeah, Jim just murders it. Well, he he comes running towards it, and she says, "Don't shoot, don't shoot." And then it gets closer. Goes shoot it, shoot it. So Jim's shooting it while Susan again just stands there taking Taking pictures. pictures. Um, the and these creatures look fucking ridiculous. They're, first of all, their arms are, they're like six, some of them, they're all different, but some of them have arms that are like six feet long. so long. long. Yeah. It's ridiculous how long these arms are. I mean, they're comically bad effects, because you can't, you don't have the CGI at the time technology, so it's just like these arm extensions that are And you can tell, like, where the actor's arms stop, and the, the, because it just, like, starts drooping down. Exactly. You kind of, like, droop. Yeah. Uh... So why did they do? I'm like, you didn't have to do that. Yeah, know? and their heads basically have no eyes. They're just small circular areas that are supposed to represent eyes that never blink, like little green BBs or something like that. Yeah. And another creature pops up from behind Susan and is about to get her when Jim shoots that one too. Jim fucking and on it. This is where Jim's like a fucking action hero. Yeah, uh, I mean he can fight. I mean he fights off three for guys. He's he has a de- perfect aim. A dead eye. Dead eye. Yeah. Um. And at this point, more creatures start showing up. One of them drags... But, hell, that doesn't fucking matter because... Because we got Jean-Claude Van Jim on the scene. <laughs> or maybe Arnold Jimenager or Dwayne the Jim Johnson or something. Dwayne the Jim Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne the Jim Johnson. That's the best. So, Jim jumps backwards, landing on his back, and shoots one dead center mass... And he didn't turn, sees another one yeah, pulling the best thing eagle. Is, while it's falling down, it's like dramatically about to fall, and Jim does the slowest, yet still best roll ever to get away. Pops up, sees Johnny Eagle. He'd be pulled out into the ocean. Being beaten up by one of these things. So like a fucking boss, Jim just shoots that one right in the chest, and then perfectly right between the eyes. Oh, Jim. I tell you, I want at this point, I want to see a movie starring Jim and Mo from the yes. start. Yes, Jim and Mo together. Yes, that is an unstoppable duel These of are awesomeness. Just like <laughs> middle-aged, normal-looking dudes who kick so much ass. You know, like, it doesn't make any sense. No sense. It doesn't make any sense. I want to buy Jim an Olympia beer. <laughs> Jim just, you know, <laughs> Jim don't drink Olympia though. <laughs> no, he's a Budweiser. He's a Budweiser. He's a Budweiser. I don't Bud know. Man. I don't think he ever drinks. We see him drinking his Olympia. Oh, shit. Uh, Sorry, Jim. So once all the creatures have been Jimified, <laughs> Susan finds Jerry's blonde girlfriend under a pile of seed weed, and this is where he learned her name is Peggy. Turns out she's still alive, and Susan just keeps taking pictures the she's whole time. She's just intubating in mounds of seaweed. It's yeah. like her one leg is hanging out. That's the only way they found yeah. it. Yeah. 
She's just covered in seaweed. Uh, again, another creature pops up behind Susan, but this one's dispatched by a harpoon through the chest via Johnny Eagle. You gotta, you gotta, th- you gotta go, you gotta throw Johnny Eagle a bone. Yeah, he gotta get a bone. You gotta throw him a bone. Jim's- I like how Johnny Eagle's first two kills have been with throwing like a fucking ha- a tomahawk and a basically a spear. Yeah, it's like he's keeping it real. <laughs> Shit. So racist. <laughs> So we cut now to this lab. I don't believe in gunpowder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm really surprised they don't have him like just drinking whiskey the whole time, like fire water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I gotta get rid So we cut to this uh, Susan's lab where Jim drops one of the dead creatures onto Susan's exam table. And as soon as he drops it on there, there's all this goo coming out of its mouth. It looks like someone ate too many caramellos. Yes, I mean, does. Jesus, there's so much. It looked like caramel. Like, the first thing I thought was, mmm, that looks delicious. You know? <laughs> like, it just looks like a giant blob of caramel. And she starts rambling on about how the creatures, about the creatures, and how she has no idea how a fish humanoid has evolved so quickly. Smithers enters, tries to get them to leave, but Jim refuses till he gets some answers. So Susan now, she finally comes clean about knowing something about this for a long time now, and that Canco kept pushing it under the rug. And for the next several minutes, we just get a bunch of scientific mumbo-jumbo, and it's just... DNA 5. Yeah. So they use the substance called DNA 5. It's very Jurassic Park-esque. Talk about splicing DNA together from multiple sources along with with DNA5, which I don't think DNA5 is actually real. Um, or, or, I mean, there's, there's something called DNA... Uh, there's a DNA5 and DNA3, but there's it's something called... And mind you, this was 1980. Yeah. So the DNA craze, DNA... Like, wasn't really until the 90s when DNA was like, ooh, DNA, DNA, And what DNA5 DNA so. and DNA3... What I, I kind of look into this for our... Try to do our uh, education moment, but I, it got confusing... But it's not like it's, it's all, too it's too deep. It's too deep. Too deep. It, it's not a, a, a thing you can, from what I can, maybe I'm wrong, but it's not something you can extract. It's not its own DNA strand. It's like part of the DNA, DNA strand. It's like, yeah, it's where like they where the double helixes meet. Like there's a five and a three, five, and they're always opposites. Mm-hmm. Threes and five are always opposite, and that's where they connect or something like that. So I don't think it's an actual like. It's not like you're pulling out a chromosome or... To be perfectly honest, I think you're more accurate than the actual movie. I think they were just using it for buzzwords. I think so, too. Mm -hmm. I think... What what sounds cool? DNA 5. DNA DNA 5. Everyone's like, what the fuck is DNA? Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. So Susan's yapping on about how she thinks that these creatures evolved because their base fish form ate the enhanced DNA 5 salmon... And she also says that in one lifespan, they go through four stages of evolutionary growth, starting as a fish and growing into a humanoid fish creature. Where the fuck does she get the, all? Like, how is she? What? Like, no. I, I, yeah. Well, that's how they explain it. I know. Yeah, that's how like, they try to explain it. And, like, and if well, she knew all this, like, seven years ago, like, she's known this and she hasn't done anything about it, then fuck her. This is all <laughs> her fault. I don't care if her company's... You know, hiding on the rug. She could easily blow the whistle, be a whistleblower, and say, "You know what? This is fucked up. Know, this could be potentially know. dangerous." Mr. Burns might kill her. Who knows? You mm. never know. This is all Susan's fault. This everything in this movie is Susan's fault. Fucking women. That's sw- that's <laughs> so women. That sweet little scientist. That sweet little little lady scientist. So sexist and yeah. racist. This movie. <laughs> Everything's a woman's fault, and Indians are all firewater spear throwing uh, people. And heroes, <laughs> and heroes, Marshall. Heroes. <laughs> 
Oh, God, hate mail's coming, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Ego asks her why they're all attacking us, and she says that the creatures want to protect their food source and their territory, and that they probably perceive humans as a threat, and that or they're a driven, competitor, yeah. And they're driven to mate with human women. Whoa. Again, Whoa. where is she getting... She's just pulling this shit out See, of her ass. this is another thing, is that, again, biologically, fish do not hump. <laughs> okay, we the fish don't hump. Mm-mm. They they lay eggs, and then the guy comes up, and the male comes up and ejaculates on the eggs, and there you go. Yep. That's the way they spawn. They don't hump. Yeah, there's not fish dongs going into fish vaginas. So, yeah. Now, what about frogs? Frogs are different because they're amphibians. Well, that's uh, technically that's what they're. Oh, they're, they're she they does do say they're frogs. going more amphibious. She the, does they, say they're, they're like going a, amphibious. Like yeah. The original, like they're, the frogs. The frogs also same thing. It's like he gets ate on this, like the frogmen ate the salmon. I yeah, don't fucking well, know. Fuck it. Who cares? Let's go. Fish <laughs> ate fish. Which again, fish. Well, they how eat much? Fish. I don't know. Fish eat fish. Yeah. yeah, but like, what kind of fish is gonna eat a salmon? It's gonna be a huge fish yeah, to eat a salmon. Big ass fish. Be yeah. A big ass fish. Unless it's a tiny salmon. Salmon aren't small. Well, if it's a small little baby salmon. That's babies. Yeah. Oh, let's let's keep going. Let's go. All right. We're we're wasting time. (laughs) Um, So they all go for silent for a moment. And then Jim, in a serious tone, says, the festival. While smoking a cigarette. And the camera zooms in on Susan. And she says, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) With that, we cut to Noyo, where the festival slash carnival is in full Full swing. swing on the docks. And this is where, holy shit, there's kids here. So I'm guessing they they import their kids from the next towns over for this. And this is a huge festival for a small town. I mean, it's got, like, there's rides and games. I mean, it's a there's big Ferris deal. Ferris wheel. I mean, it looks yeah. great. It looks like a good time. It, yeah, it, it really does. And, of course, the festival is set up and held right next to the harbor and all the water. Right on the, the docks. docks, yeah. And there's a local radio station DJ broadcasting live and recording. K-F-S-H. K-Fish. Yep, K-Fish. I love it. And according to according to the mayor, people come from two to three hundred miles away for this festival, and that's where like oh, that's where the kids come from. Oh, that's from. where the kids come from. <laughs> Not from no no yo, but they, they no. come from elsewhere. And again, I, the more I say no yo, I, I don't know about you. We kind of touched on this, but the more I said it in my head, it started sounding like a women's like shaving device or like a shaving cream for like. No yo, like I don't know why. I was like, <laughs> okay, for those of you who not obviously, there's no visual. But Marshall did a sassy finger, like two snaps. I was like, no yo, and waving his finger like, around. I need to see a commercial for like you know some shitty like women, like not shitty women, but like a shitty commercial of like. Like, well, you're like, thinking of no-no. No-no. The, the, like, the no-no hair removal yeah, system. Like, it makes it, it makes it like no-yo. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the no-yo. You get the no-yo. No-yo hair. <laughs> no, no. No fro. I'm no. thinking froyo. 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 The frozen yogurt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we're taken to the house where it turns out it's it's uh, it's Jim's house. It's Carol and her baby. But I didn't realize that for a while. And they're seen through a window. And the mother puts a child in a playpen and just leaves the room. Uh, yeah, old ass Jim has got a baby. Yeah. A fucking like two year old Max. M- Max. Yeah. yeah. Jim's like, like fifty. Jim. Easy 50, I'm like in his fifties. Jim's still squirting out some dusty it's sperm. He's fucking Jim. That's powerful sperm. Damn. Because it's Jim, man. Damn, Jim. Jim. Damn. So back at the festival, the head of a creature emerges from the water. Hank and his men arrive, and so does Sheriff Xanax. Um, <laughs> speaking of Hank. This asshole has gone off clean as a whistle, not just for burning down Johnny Eagle's house, 
but for blowing it the fuck up. Just because nobody seems to even care about that anymore. And it's not not even Johnny fucking Eagle himself is like saying, "Hey, my house has exploded." <laughs> I'm sure as hell would not be letting that go if something blew up my house. I don't know, man. <laughs> that place was a shit shack. Maybe he had good insurance. Maybe he was like awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure it was a pretty crappy place. I'm sure he's got a TP out back he can live in for a while. Oh! <laughs> Damn. Actually, Northwest had been a longhouse. They, they oh. didn't have TPs in maybe those a, Maybe a wigwam. They, they had longhouses up there. Mm-hmm. He has a totem pole out front. I'm sure. Jesus. <laughs> oh, we're so to bad. all of our Native American wrist listeners, which is probably none. Probably none. Sorry. <laughs> You're an honorable and brave people. Yes. Uh, so the same band from the from the, the bluegrass band's back. They're playing, and God damn, does the banjo player look bored in this scene? He looks like he's just waiting to die at this point. He's old as dirt. He's old as dirt, plucking his banjo. He just he just looks like just death come taking. Kill now. me! I'm in a fucking stupid shirt playing the banjo with a retarded little hat on. Yeah. Please kill me now. My wife rules my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At this time, Jim and the others return and drop a body bag at the feet of the sheriff, who's standing in front of a large crowd of festival goers. He's not like, whoa, the- what are you no, doing? No, Stop he, it. He's, he's like, let me open this up. He's sheriff's And it's the, a dead sea creature there. And again, I would think you would not want to do you would do that with a little bit more couth and discretion, a little not, classier, not from like yeah. not from like the eight year olds and the women and hey, all. Hey, the... we came to ruin your party. Yeah. check this out. So of course the crowd begins to panic. So Susan, trying to calm them down, chimes in with this little gem. We know <laughs> what they are, but we have no idea how many of them there are. Oh, way to calm a crowd. What the. F- that's just fucking great. I'm pretty sure telling anyone you have no idea how many of these vicious sea creatures, creatures there yeah. are is going to calm everyone down and not just make things worse. I was like, what the fuck? So, holy shit, okay. At this time, a sea creature bursts up through the wooden planks of the boardwalk. These things are so thin. These are. Pla- There's literally hundreds of people standing on these planks. Yeah. And it's one sea creature just pushes Whoa. his way up through the top. And how far off the water is exactly, it? Exactly, that's what right. I wanted to know. <laughs> Jesus, like how did that thing leap like eight feet? No, because the they, show, they show as soon as he bursts through, it's like the, he bursts through, and there's water right there. <laughs> it's like he's he's right. Like they built this harbor like an inch above the waterline. Water. Yeah. You know, it's ridiculous. So. And he bursts through. Everyone screams, starts Susan, running. More and more start bursting yeah. through. Susan tosses Johnny Eagle, the rifle, and he <laughs> shoots it. And now Johnny Eagle, I think Jim's worn off on Johnny yeah. Eagle, because Johnny Eagle becomes a fucking dead shot, too. Yeah. Nobody misses in this movie. No. And also knowing this rifle, this rifle has not once been reloaded since it, that, that scene on the beach. And it's shot like a good 20 or more times, never uh, reloaded. It's from the future, Marshall. Oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> Fuck. He brought that with him from the future. Yeah. It just looks like an old-timey it, gun. It, it, it's really a laser rifle that looks like a... Exactly. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, so more creatures. Yeah, you are. Cause they, the craft starts fleeing as more of the creatures start popping up and, and over. It's pandemonium. One of them knocks one of Hank's men into the water, which immediately turns blood red. So... 
Yeah, the guy pretty much strange. just dies from falling into it's, the water. It's, it's like a few people in this movie, when they fall into the water, it's just bloody. Yeah. It's just instantly like, bloody. He just he gets knocked into the water and just turns to blood. Yeah. Like, nothing just, actually kills him. <laughs> just blood water. Oh, and bullshit on the fact that these things are supposed to be nearly seven feet tall. They're barely five feet tall when you see them walking around. Well, Granted, yeah. some are a little hunched over, but... They're nowhere They're near seven, seven feet tall. tall. It's not like Mutombo coming at you, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. <Mutombo>. Mutombo. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, one of them grabs the radio station roller. Okay, there's a girl with a DJ who's on roller skates the whole time. She's skating around like the promo roller chick. Go, or roller girl, yeah. He grabs this girl, tosses her to the ground, and tries to fuck her right there on the spot. Yeah, they're just out for women. Yeah. Just aggressively raping. Yeah, it's like a Viking raiding party, but instead of looting plunder, they're just raping. Yeah. And while two more of them gang rape another woman. Uh, so under the boardwalk, another sea monster breaks one of the support beams. Dude, how flimsy is this support beam? How yeah, it, flimsy is this? Because this is, he just grabs it and kind of shakes it a little. It looks like me shaking a margarita or something. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just kind of shaking it, and it just comes crashing down. Yeah. So, again, like if that's that flimsy, like, how the hell is that thing supporting the weight of all these people above it? Right. There's some shimmy, shitty <laughs> craftsmanship going on in, in, in Noyo. No <laughs> <laughs> so the support beam comes crashing down, causing the ramp that it was holding up, to, uh, the ramp to the higher parts of the dock. Coll- collapse down and like, just hang there. Kind of like, like if you cut a rope bridge, it's, 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 it just hangs there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they go back to that same spot over they, a couple times. Yeah. And you would think by the, the time, once it collapsed, people kind of run away from there. But Stay away from that area. But yeah, they keep coming back and there's still people around. Like, I don't know. Anyway, people fall into the water where they're instantly attacked and killed by the sea monsters. Jim tells Susan to start pumping gas from his hold, from the hold of his boat, what into the, the water. What the fuck? kind of plan is this i don't get this at all i, all the, I, have, I will come back to this because i have a lot to say about this as all well. the commotion is happening on land yeah. on the harbor everything's happening there and he's like fuck that and we're he's like let's get in the boat and i'm thinking jim you're a pussy you're running away from the fight and he's like i got a plan spray this gasoline in the water Okay, Jim, where is this going? Because guess what? Everyone's getting fucking killed and killed murdered, and raped up there <laughs> on the harbor, and you're too, you know, tooling around in the water, yeah. just spraying gasoline. And what it the fuck are you back doing? There, but I have, yes, I have, Ugh. I have problems with this. So meanwhile, yeah, it's just pure chaos going on. So much is happening so fast; it gets really hard to keep up with. It just basically it's men being slaughtered left and right, while women getting mounted. Yeah, and guys raped. are getting their heads ripped off. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's the very next note. Guy gets his head ripped off. Guy gets his head ripped off. Someone's rib cage. It's kind of like the scene from. Uh, it remind me. Uh, of the scene from uh, Poultry Geist, yeah. where every, all the zo- it's just pandemonium, just, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and one of my favorites, though, is when the DJ gets attacked. <laughs> Do I have that one? I might. Yeah, I actually have that coming up. So uh, I want to talk about the girl that's with the the, the, the DJ because we we'll talk about that for sure because I have that. She's my of, favorite. Um, so the movie now cuts away from the castle and goes back to the house, to Jim's house, where Carol is now in the shower. And we hear the radio DJ talking about the massacre at the festival, and, but she can't hear it because of the shower water. And we see one of the sea creatures standing outside her window looking in. Yeah, like watching her in the shower. And then it's right back to the chaos. And it, okay, before we move on, the chaos, during the chaos, during all the pandemonium going on, everyone's screaming and screaming. Did you notice the screaming is on a loop? Yes. 
It is on a loop. Oh my god, it's the worst. It's the same scream on like a five to ten minutes, ten second loop. I was gonna bring over that up in my in, uh, and over and over and over again. I was gonna bring that up in my odds and ends section, but yeah, you pointed it. Yeah, it's oh the screams my on a loop. God, it's so annoying. Uh, so Jim and Susan are spraying gas in the water while Sheriff Xanax is calling for the state patrol on his on his radio. His car Better radio. get the highway patrol here. And <laughs> there's a shot of this girl on the merry-go-round who she I just love it. sits there on this horse. I love the merry-go-round shot. While she watches a monster kill one of Hank's other buddies just a few feet behind her. Getting closer and closer. This and girl, I love the shot. I love the shot because it spins around. He kills it. Spins back around. He's a little closer. Spins back around. He's a little closer. I love that. That's a great shot. But this girl, she never screams. She doesn't try to get away from the sea monster. She doesn't even react. And I'm like, holy fuck. That girl needs to be red flagged and put on a watch list. <laughs> that is a fucking serial killer psychopath in the making. She's just enjoying the show. She's she like, is. Mm. Yeah. I'm like. That might be the scariest thing in this movie. <laughs> Back at the house, but it's a good, it's a good shot. It, it, no, yeah, it's, it's, it's good shot, shot nice. Yeah. Yes, uh, the, Carol gets out of the shower. She listens to the radio, and um, the so she's like hearing what's going on. And now we go back to the radio DJ who's killed. By a monster that slashes him across the chest. And instantly his ribs are exposed. Yes! It it's like, slashes him so deep that his rib cage is exposed. He's just like made of ribs. <laughs> like yes. There's, there's no flesh or muscle to him. He just got touched. And, and his ribs are ripped open. And the sea monster's going, boom, boom, baby, beating on your rib cage. Boom, boom. Ooh, that was bad. That was bad. That was bad. That was bad. I might edit that out. That's okay. We'll leave it. I don't think I got the words right. <laughs> I think you got it. But anyway. Anyway, so yeah. but there was a girl that's with the DJ. Miss that was that's Miss Salmon the, of the Salmon Festival. She was the Salmon so Queen. So she's got a bikini on and a tiara. Yep. Okay. So the monster's coming for her. Cause he's got a boner and she he's like, she needs it. Yep. So he goes chasing after her and she goes running off. And this is my favorite. One of my favorite moments in the movie. But she, her, her, her it does rip off her bikini top yes. before she runs off. Yeah, so the bikini gets ripped off. She runs off. The monster gives chase. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how it keeps up the continuity, but I'm going to keep talking about it. Because she she gets pinned in the corner. Yep. And she's topless, wearing a fucking tiara. Uh-huh. She grabs a stick. Or no, a rock. It's a rock. She grabs a rock, rock. Starts bashing the creature in the head enough that he's like, oh, stumbles away. Uh-huh. And she's like... Fuck you! Gets on her bike and runs away. Yeah, and she runs off, titties flopping. She is a hero. She's awesome. Oh, Everyone yeah. else is panicking. That's pretty she, much what I had in my she's notes. She's fighting in a bikini bottom and a tiara and beats one, beats one off. What beats one off? <laughs> beats one enough that she can run away. Yeah, I, I don't love, remember a bicycle, but that's exactly what well, happened. I yeah. was, it's, it's it's a. She she ran away. Yeah. She got on quote unquote got on her bike and ran. Oh, away. okay, all right, yeah. I got you. So, sorry, yeah, but yeah, she beat him. Goddamn, I was gonna say beat him off again. <laughs> <laughs> she beat him off and got away. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what I had. You, I loved her. Yeah, she, I loved her. Miss Salmon, the Salmon Queen. Yeah, she was Ms. awesome. Miss Salmon, man, <laughs> she deserves more than just so, a tiara. Now this little boy just sets one of these creatures on fire. <laughs> Boy picks up like a Wait. stick on fire and just Wait. sets a creature on fire. <laughs> what? Hey, that happened right after. It's she... like immediately after she runs away. <laughs> then you see this little kid pick up a flaming stick and throw it like a javelin. 
and it hits the creature, just kind of bumps into it, <laughs> and this wet, soggy, waterlogged creature yeah. erupts and bursts into flames. <laughs> so the creature, what the fuck? So the creature falls over the ledge of the now broken ramp and into the water. Which, by the way, there's a little girl holding onto the ramp when the flaming man in a rubber fish suit falls past her. And I mean, this is in within arm's length. What the fuck were they thinking when they shot this stunt? Stunt kids. How were they able to get away with that? There's like a 12-year-old girl, maybe even eight. Maybe it was a midget in a wig. Hanging <laughs> on like this piece of board and a flaming man like nearly runs right and falls into her. And so, anyway, Bullseye Jim shoots another <laughs> creature from his boat. Forgot it was all far away. Scooting along in the harbor, yeah. Yeah, just one shot's another one. So, the boy who set the creature on fire grabs Hank and gets him to help his sister, who's the girl hanging on the broken ramp. And I gotta give Hank credit. Hank's like, let's do this, kid. Yeah, Hank yeah. He, Hank bands up. He reaches down to help. Uh, to help her as a creature emerges from the water underneath the girl who grabs her leg. From out of nowhere, it's shot and killed by Johnny Bullseye Eagle, Johnny <laughs> Eagle Eye. And Susan then shoots a flare gun into the gas-covered water, setting it ablaze. But mind you, everyone, while this is all happening, it's like the scream on a loop yep. over and over and over again. Hank gets grabbed by the creature right after he rescues the yeah, girl. He saves the little girl, gets grabbed by the creature. Yep, and it it's bites. tearing his leg. Yeah, up. it bites into his leg, but it's shot and killed by Johnny, thus saving Hank. So John, when H- Johnny pulls Hank up, uh, which, Hank is like at first like I don't even want your help. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to take your hand, but he does. It was a moment. He calls him Larry. Which, <laughs> God damn! If I had the name on this whole time, like he calls him Larry. I didn't notice that. Yeah. That's not even the actor's name. No. It'd make more sense if like, come on, Vic. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, like, what? So, I'm really fucking confused now. Maybe that's why he hates Johnny Eagle so much. <laughs> that motherfucker <laughs> never keeps, doesn't, doesn't remember my name. Larry. My name's Hank. <laughs> <laughs> so, the water now, which has basically two patches of fire on it at first, yeah. is shown along with several spots where there's, where like, water bubbling up from underneath. And I don't know if this is supposed to kill the creatures, because all they have to do is swim underneath the fire, which we've seen done several times in movies in, in all much, the time. Or just move away from the fire. Right. Like, every action movie, there's always, like, an explosion. Get under the water. Under the water. Die hard. True lies. The rock. And they uh, drop the bomb into, like, the sewers. Yeah. And, and, I mean, and, and, and the what, rock. Like, yeah. I mean, there's so many movies where there's fire, there's safety under the water. water. Even the fire's on water. The, like the water's on fire, fire. You just yeah. swim under it. Yeah, and so I don't get this at all. Plus, there's not that much fire either. It's not covering the whole harbor. It's just like a spot here, a and spot again, there. And a if spot it's covering there. the harbor, you're gonna burn all the boats. All the boats, boat, which you're are the destroy... means of your 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 life, Brett. Your what? Yeah, your well being. Your would be caught on fire. I like too. how you said life, bread. Life bread. I, I, life bread. I don't know what I'm, I'm kidding. But uh, no, I like that. I like it. This is your life bread. <laughs> Dumbasses, don't burn, don't burn it down. So yeah, but each time they sh- they keep coming back to the water. There's the fires of fire like move around. They're never the same. They, yeah. I don't know if this is supposed to be spreading. Well, they had to relight it like a couple I, times. You probably with had shots, to. I imagine. 
Um, so Jim and Susan, they finally dock. They they dock, and she, like, once again, Susan gets attacked from behind. This is like the third or fourth time she's been attacked from behind in this movie. Turn around once in a while, yeah. Susan. Have God damn. Pay attention to your surroundings, woman. You're a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you should know what's going on. But once again, she's saved by Johnny Eagle Eye shooting her from afar. One shot, one kill. The creature falls into the water dead. Eagle Eye. Johnny Eagle, Eagle Eye. Huh? Yeah. So once they reach the upper docks, Jim is told that his wife was taken home from the hospital. So he hops back on his boat, says, fuck everybody else. I'm heading off, which, okay, whatever. It's his wife and kid. So he he leaves. So one of the sea creatures gets surrounded by a mob yeah, of town folk. It's like the, the sea creatures have all been kind of dispatched. There's one left. The town folk surround them. None of them have guns. They, they, they all beat have them like with boards board, and broken, bricks. Broken boards and bricks. rocks and bricks yeah, and just, just beat this thing beat down. Beat this thing to death. So back of the house, a creature crashes through the window. Carol hides the baby in a room, and then she comes back out, and the creature's gone. Why didn't she go in the room? Yeah, it's just lock yourself in the room. I, mm. I don't know. That is until it breaks through the front door and starts stalking after her. She's she She's backed up through the house, and she gets cornered. But keep in mind, she has a large kitchen knife in her hand this whole time. But instead of stabbing it, she grabs a squeeze bottle and sprays it with some kind of liquid, and then she stabs it. Yeah, so she, you know, she's being backed up, and I, I you know what? I'm gonna give her credit. The thing's huge. It's got fucking claws. How much damage? You know, you might be able to get one or two stabs in before it gets well, you. Well, apparently these things so, are killed by throwing a stick at it. So I'm pretty sure a knife <laughs> is gonna do. Hey, that was by Johnny Eagle. Okay, she's yeah, no, she's she's no she's Johnny, not, she's Eagle. Not Johnny Eagle. She's not Johnny right. Eagle. So she grabs some kitchen chemical, sprays it in the face, which renders it kind of you know helpless I don't know for a moment. Chemical. It looks like a, it's, I don't know yeah, what it's it some was. sort of chemical. And then she then she proceeds to stab like she's. Fucking Michael Myers. She stabs the just shit out boom, of this boom, thing. Boom, 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 boom. She just starts stabbing the shit out of it yeah. while it's like covering. It's like, oh, my eyes. Oh, shit. The thing doesn't <laughs> run away. doesn't back away. It just shows its flippery feet <laughs> getting covered in blood. And it's just, she's just stabbing the shit out of it. It's covered its eyes. It starts to scream out like, ah. It's like the roles got reversed. And now she's the killer. And she basically gutted it yeah um and she hears banging on one of the other doors that she's locked and thinking it's another creature she stands ready to stab whatever it is as soon as the door opens the door burst open she goes to stab but it's jim who he catches, catches her, her wrist in mid-swing because he's, he's fucking jim, jim. <laughs> <laughs> they hug fade away to the next morning the festival grounds are a disaster zone there's fire and bodies everywhere Paramedics are loading up dead bodies while other people just stand around in shock. Sheriff Xanax is in Fucksville. Yeah, he doesn't Jim, know what's going on. Jim is told by the sheriff who calls him Hank or something. <laughs> so Sheriff Hank, I think, is Xanax. I don't know. So fuck yeah, I've been. I don't know what's going on. Uh, that yeah, the sheriff is gone. He's like he doesn't. Know, he's just like he has no, he, no answers. He all he does is he tells Jim that Susan went back to her lab. So Susan is up and left. Mm. She's just I'm out of here. So a blurry fade out and blurry wishy wash wishy wash yeah and wishy-wash. blurry fade in on Susan dressed in surgeon's uh, scrubs standing over Peggy who's now dressed in a hospital gown laying in a bed crying Susan's like telling her concentrate hang in there we're almost there you're doing great push Peggy yes that's fucking right Peggy is giving birth to a mutant sea creature human hybrid I wouldn't have it any other way. 
as Peggy pushes, her stomach begins to expand and grow. And, and just like, like in see- fucking Alien, her stomach is ripped open from the inside out. And out comes this elongated head and neck of her mutant sea creature human hybrid Whee! baby. Peggy screams in pain and is sprayed in blood. And she dies Damn. as we get a freeze frame of the mutant baby. Roll fucking credits. Monster. That's, yeah, monster. <laughs> in, in tiny letters, humanoids, humanoids from, from the, the deep. deep. Now, the in the credits, I had to watch it because of the confusion of the names. There is no character named Larry in the credits, just Hank Slattery. So I'm really fucking confused as to who is Hank. And who, wh- why Johnny Eagles calls him Larry? Did he? Did you hear it wrong? Did he call him Slattery? I don't. I. I don't. Like, I come swear on, Slattery, Larry, Slattery. It, it's possible. But just call him Hank. He's just Hank. Just call him Hank. I. I. I don't know. It's Hank, the guy with the most explosive with Molotov all the, cocktails. Yeah, but with all the other continuity mistakes in this movie, I wouldn't be surprised if they fucked up the names or yeah. the credits or who knows what's happening. But anyway, let's go into favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. So, Aaron, I don't know. There was kills are a little hard for me for this week. But what about you? What's your? Uh... Uh, so my favorite kill. I'm gonna flip the script a little bit. Is Carol killing the humanoid from the deep who came the... in, squirts him in the eyes, he gets blinded, and then she just stabs the shit out of him. And it's like, I almost felt bad for the creature. <laughs> you just look down at his little web flipper feet, and there's blood and guts falling all over. He's going, oh, God! And she's <laughs> just stabbing and stabbing and stabbing. And you see all this guts and shit pouring out of his chest cavity. God damn, she killed the shit out of that thing. That was my favorite kill. All right, um, me, I don't know. Like, I liked Jerry's, the effect of Jerry's half-face is probably the best effect, yeah. gore effect in the movie. It was good. Um, Even though he may have doggy paddled to help, who knows. Yeah. Uh, I it was say, very Two-Face kind of look. You know? It kind yeah. of was, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tommy, just because it was, like you said, smash it, mm-hmm. but he doesn't actually die. He, so no. They actually say he's, he's his vitals are good. Yeah. He'll, he'll make, he's going to make it. Um, oh, so, yeah, we forgot to mention that. Tommy's going to Tom, be okay. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy made it. Um, so, I don't really know, because I didn't really... I'm, I might go with... It wasn't really gory. Uh, I'm just going to go with the sequence of, of, of Linda, I think. I'm just going to go... Because it was so ridiculous, her, the, the truck explosion, and like... She was attacked by... I, I, I thought it was the same creature. She, I think it was two. I, it would so make sense if it's two, but two when creatures. I first, I was like... Is that the same fucking dude like, that she just ran like, over? Actually, like, okay, she runs over and then like it grabs onto the truck as it drives, rises, about to drive away, and it pulls into the bed of the truck. But it's a tough fucking creature. And then, and then it just you know the ex- drives off the br- and just another insane badoosh, explosion. Badoosh, badoosh. So yeah. I don't know. I I wasn't really thrilled about any of them, but Jerry's was the best effect. Jerry's yeah. was the best effect, yeah. uh, but. You didn't really see it, so I'm just I'm gonna go with Linda's truck explosion right. is mine. Uh, not not too much, nothing real special about this this. Uh, but it's funny because you're right. There were some like gory effects, like a guy getting his head ripped off and rib cages ripped open. And, yeah, the, the head rip off yeah, wasn't bad I mean, either, it's, but there's there, not bad effects. But some there's just not. It's not like significant. They happen yeah. really fast. Yeah, real fast. There's no like, like spotlight fast on them. Kills. That's why I think I like the creature getting stabbed so much because it was significant and it was like i almost felt bad for the creature 
I'm sorry. I kind of did feel bad. They're just really, I think, you know, they're in a way you think about, it, they're just kind of minding their business. They're raping women. Well, okay, they're minding their business until rape. they start raping. Marshall. That's right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I, I, you're right there. <laughs> I take that back. All right. Let's go into odds Fuck and ends. those sea creatures. <laughs> All right. Let's go into odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right, ratings. Uh, IMDb, 5.7 out of 10. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 56% on the thermometer with a 42% audience score. It's kind of low for audience. I thought it would be higher. And Amazon gives it a 3.9 out of 5. Uh, for plot keywords, uh, there were 89. And I just wrote down, I think, five or six of them. Uh, cat scare involving cat, which kind of self-explanatory. If it's a cat scare, involved, it would involve a cat. When was there a cat scare? Uh, somebody opened up a door and a cat jumped out. That old gag. There was some, It was like in the earlier parts of the I movie. I must have missed it. Uh, bouncing breasts. Yes, there's definitely bouncing breasts. Sexploitation. Mm. Pubic hair. There is some. And homosexual rape by monster. Which... Were there I, female creatures? If there were female creatures raping other females, that'd be weird because well, we they, don't know. No, we, no, don't, no. we don't see creature dong. dong. Yeah, but I like how we both said dong. dong. At the same time. <laughs> uh, but just a weird like homosexual rape by monsters is a weird, weird thing to homosexual. I don't, I don't get. The I don't get that either. Man. Yeah, I, I but it I wrote... seemed very heterosexual so, to me. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. Um. So. Let's move on to trivia, and there, I, there are some decent things about this movie. I, I was able to dig up. It's pretty awesome. Um, director director Barbara Peters Peters once said that the humanoids were originally supposed to be played by the film stuntmen. Unfortunately, the stuntmen found the monster suits to be too goofy looking and refused to wear them. <laughs> so, additional actors had to be hired to perform as the monsters. That's funny. Stuntmen who basically it's like, no, I'm the, not wearing that. The shit. best thing about stuntmen is you don't know who they are. Yeah. They don't have. They just they they mimic other people. You're not supposed to see their faces, but they had the audacity slash you know self respect. I'm not wearing that shit. No, I'm not wearing that. <laughs> so. Uh, according to Movie News Magazine, which is an uh, Australia publication, after her discovery of the explicit additional footage, Anne Turkle, who played Dr. Susan Drake, was so outraged that she asked Hollywood's Screen Actors Guild to try and stop Monster from being released. She didn't know? Well, there's more on that coming up. Like, I feel like Road Dog from WWF right now. Or <laughs> like, oh, you didn't know? <laughs> You ask better call, call somebody. somebody. <laughs> Screen Actors Guild. <laughs> um, so, as of October 2013, this was the final theatrical film uh, featured from directed by Barbara Peters. This, uh, this was directed by a woman. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, well, there's I, more on that coming up. So James Horner composed the score for this in 14 days. Joe Dante. Had who had at the time recently directed Piranha, nineteen seventy eight, turned down directing this movie. Uh, the production of this, the production was originally filmed under the title "Beneath the Darkness" in the hopes that it would be infer it would infer a classier type of story and therefore attract the kind of big name cast the filmmakers wanted. A classier type of movie. There's nothing classy about this movie. No, but that's why they, they, we wanted bigger names. But uh, That's hilarious. Beneath the deep? Beneath the darkness. Beneath the darkness. Yeah. Beneath the darkness. Oh, uh, come on. But the picture was filmed during October, November, December of 1979. 
Those are some fucking cold ass months to be filming a movie that has a lot to do with water. Right? That's a bad decision. Why don't we film this in the summertime? Uh, yeah. And these, I mean, I hats off because I could tell it looked it looked chilly because I'm just saying why it's so goddamn gray and this is something I forgot to mention is that scene on the beach when when bikini you know the bikini girl and the guy on the Daisy Duke get up and they go to walk off and go explore the water whatever in that in that scene there's the lady who's paint drawing the pictures and stuff and that's when Carol comes up and says hey come with us yeah and Carol's decked out in like full fall gear you're right She's got like long pants, yeah, a jacket on, like a hood, blue jeans, and you know, like flannel like, and, and jackets. Vests and, yeah, I didn't think about that. And then she's calling down to the girl on the beach who's in her little fucking swimsuit. Yeah, and the girl's wearing jacket. bikinis. Yeah, like, and kudos. You yeah. know, good on you. Um, so, uh, much of the Salmon Festival carnival footage was reused in the movie's 1996 TV remake, Humanoids from the Deep, 1996. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, this movie's ending is a direct opposite of Ridley Scott's Alien. Um, yeah, you blah, think? blah, blah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically what happened, why, again, there was two directors, Barbara Peters and uh, the Karimoto or the other guy. Mm-hmm. What happened was Roger Corman, who again, wrote it and produced it. He was like his last film or yeah, something, yeah. Uh, and Roger Corman's a big name in cult movie history. Yeah. Uh, he didn't like the uh, final edit that... Barbara Peters did because all those the sex and rape and new boobies was not her. So they, he, she was like I think fired or and they brought in this other guy to who would shoot the sexy raping okay, nudie scenes. Okay. So that's why it was all like a lot of it was posted and all the actors didn't know that was going on until it was like after wow. the principal photography was over and they went and did all the. Maybe that's why stuff. there's all these continuity errors. That too. could be too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the trivia. Uh, let's. We, I do not get to play the budget game, but we get to play the box office game. Okay. So this week, we, instead of bu- budget game, we're gonna play a guess. Box office game. Well, I'll, I'll, in, I'll insert the sound clip here. Time for Aaron to blow his wad with the budget game. Okay. So, okay. Uh, oh. uh, what, Aaron, is your guess for the box office? How much money do you think this movie made in 1980? <sighs> Box office. Now, was it called Monster or was it called Humanoids from the Deep? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Well, that's important, Marshall. I well, I don't know. <laughs> it's easy. I don't know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm just gonna go willy nilly. Uh, what? Okay, was this a nationwide release? I mean, I'm if, assuming it was. Okay, let's assume that it was a nationwide release. Uh, 1980. No big name actors, actors. At least not for us. I mean, they might people. They may have been names in the Vic 70s. Morrow. I think I've heard of before. He's probably the biggest name. I think. Yeah. Um, and maybe the soap opera guy, Johnny Eagle. Now, is this the full run? Full run. Two million dollars. I. We're gonna say you want you. That's the closest you've ever. The box office for me is two point five million. Oh hey, that's so not that too was, bad. That was, that was right on okay. almost for you. So yeah, it's pretty good. good. Hey, Chuck, that was a win for Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> so let's bring on five star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five star reviews. So do I get anything for that win? Uh, you'll get a hug from me later. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall gives good hugs, everybody. And uh, I have some salmon in the fridge. <laughs> okay. 
Um, so from there, first of all, there were seven pages of five star reviews. Jesus squeezes. Yeah. Uh, I and so going through them, I found one from a customer. Is a an, customer. A customer is an honor to review this movie. Twenty years ago, my girlfriend and I were walking in Times Square past the movie house where Humanoids was playing. She saw a poster of the monster and wanted to know if such creatures really existed. At this point, I knew I had to marry her. I would like to give this movie eight stars, two for the first half, five for the second half, and one for the art on the video box. Eight star review? I don't know. <laughs> Is it eight out of eight? Is it eight out of ten? First of all, if the girl says, do creatures like that really exist? I gotta marry Mary, this. I gotta marry this fucking idiot. I gotta marry this dumbass. I could trick her into anything. I know. <laughs> Honey, you've been out all night. You smell like perfume and there's lipstick on your collar. <laughs> well, I had to rescue a boat full of women and they just, you know, said thank you. Okay. Okay. Oh. I had to rescue for those sea creatures you think are yeah, real. Yeah. <laughs> from, next one from another A customer. As soon as I heard the ad for this masterpiece on the radio, uh, humanoids from the deep, they hunt women, but not to kill, but to mate, blah, blah, blah. I knew this was a must-see cinematic event. I was not disappointed. If your taste in motion pictures run towards women chasing mutant salmon, you'll be delighted. Never before or since has a mutant salmon movie reached such heights. Five stars. Mutant salmon and raping women. (laughs) That's his thing. Not really salmon, but anyway. Uh, from The Jerk. Steve Martin? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, I'll never forget this. 1980, a drive-in theater in West Virginia, partying in a Chevy Impala. Nobody paying too much attention to the rubber monster movie on the screen. Then someone says, hey, that monster's having sex, in parentheses, with that girl up there. Nobody said another word, and we watched the rest of the movie. Five stars. That's a great five stars. <laughs> That's a great five-star review. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> Uh, from Ace Rimmer. What? <laughs> that name is classic. Ace Rimmer. Ace Rimmer. <laughs> I love. That's a five star name. name. Ace Rimmer. This is truly a crap movie in the first order. Five stars. Ace Rimmer, you got you got a five star name. I mean, that was the best. You didn't need to leave a good review. Obviously, it was a shit review, but you got a five star name, baby. Woo! From Ernest Napolitano. Napolitano, good acting, nice outdoor scenery, and a herd of horny monsters. What more can you ask for? Five stars. Yeah. Last two, from Carol Chitten. I've read the reviews from all thirty seven, and a big kudos to you for all watching this movie. I was a paid extra in the movie. Senior year in high school. I can say it was a lot of fun being in a mindless hum- being a mindless humanoid when the stuntmen refused to get in the suit. Spending my time next to a gas burner to keep us warm at 3.30 in the morning waiting for the next shoot. I have great memories of us extras dining with Doug, Vic, Anthony, and Barbara. The movie was campy fun and definite B-movie dis- of desperate measure. Five stars. That's cool. Yeah. Last one from Charles A. Crosby. Great chick, fl- great chick flick. Women fantasize about it. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Women fantasize about, about being raped by giant sea creatures. <laughs> Creature of the Black Lagoon. Stop my beating heart. <laughs> I just wish you'd take me. Oh my god! Uh, movies for you. All right. So, all right. Wrapping up. Final. Let's, let's write this. Final thoughts on this, Aaron. Uh so bad it's good. Really? Oh my god! It was. I mean, right off the bat. 
There's an explosion from three different angles. A kid gets killed. We have sea creatures from the deep raping women, flopping boobies, tiara woman fighting off topless. It just, it's so bonkers. The movie's so bonkers. I can't believe I haven't heard of this before. That's the thing that bothers me. Is that I've missed out on it throughout my life <laughs> until now. So uh, bad it's good. And I mean it's bad, <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> I mean it's, it's this is like the perfect definition of so bad it's good. Wow. I'm you know, I was like I was gonna say so bad it's scary. I you are convincing me. <laughs> I mean we had a blast talking about this. Yeah. I talking about this I had was much more fun than watching it for right, me. Right, right. But um, I'm now that I'm hearing you and thinking about it, like I am kind of torn because I was coming in so bad scary because it starts off yeah you get the kid killed right away and, and some stuff and then it just drags for so long. It does it's drag. It's really for like a bit. the last ten minutes, fifteen minutes with the, the carnival festival scene where things are actually like, you know entertaining happening, happening. Yeah. and everything else is so goddamn boring and it's like ugh and. I don't know. I was, like, I was just like, this sucks. But hearing you talk about it and your gleefulness, <laughs> I, I, I almost feel bad for saying so bad it's scary. Say what you but want, man. Keep it. Remember, we keep, I it, keep real. it real. My initial, yeah. Um, would I watch this again? Probably not. Uh, maybe unless I'm with like a group of people and we're drinking. We we turned into some kind of drinking game or something. Uh, I think I'm I'm going to stick with my initial thought. So bad, it's scary. And except for maybe the last 20 minutes, watch the last 20 minutes and that's all you really need to get from the movie. Uh, so that's me. I, I don't know. Take it for what you do. We're split. If you want to watch it, watch it, but I could pass on. I it. would watch it again. Would you? I would watch it again. Yes. It was, I had fun. All right. Well, there you go. That's, that's it from this week from uh, no yo, uh, wherever <laughs> we're about to know Oregon or Washington. <laughs> we're about to know. Um, so yeah, you know where you're from. That's, doesn't quite work now. Uh, yeah, check out our Facebook page. You can follow us there and communicate with us there. Uh, also, on our website, HorribleHorrorPodcast.com. Uh, check out our Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at uh, so bad it's scary. Uh You can also check us out and follow us on Instagram. Instagram. Graham. Sorry. At Horrible Horror Podcast. Uh, we have our YouTube page is up. And it's, we're slowly adding more to it. Right now, you can watch all the videos of the interviews <laughs> and stuff we've done. We're, we're trying. It's just taking it. You know, we have lives and stuff to do. Baby steps. We're taking baby steps, but it is there if you want to watch the interviews for from uh, Contamination and the recent directors. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Good stuff there. Um, you can download and listen to the serial at horriblehorror.podbean.com, and, of course, you can get it for free uh, off of iTunes as well. So mm. d- download, subscribe, five stars. Give um, us some reviews. Give us some reviews. Let us know if we suck, if we're better, if we need to do something different. Yeah, please let us free know. Any Otherwise, we're just going to keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. Uh, that's going to do it for us. We'll wrap it up here. We'll be back with another on a road trip next week with another shitty horror movie. All right. So in the meantime, watch more horror movies and keep it 